my day is officially uh, 12 hours in, 13 hours, 14 hours in. I know, and then you have a call at 8.30, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. at 8, 8.30 tonight, I got a call that uh, hopefully I'll make. We'll see how long this show goes. We got a couple hours. I think uh, I think we'll be all right. We, we can do it. I think we'll hammer this, this shit out. This is the new Utah podcast, by the way. We talk about Utah and all things Utah and how great Utah is and how shitty some people in Utah are sometimes. As long as we can keep Bree on track tonight. Uh, yeah, she definitely likes to derail us <laughs> on random tangents about grapes. And popcorn. Yeah. And then there's Jess, fucking cake maker extraordinaire, who just talks about her cakes and herself nonstop. She hasn't shut up since she got here. <laughs> you know me? She, she's, Jess, Jess got here. She handed some stuff out, some, some new buttons, which look magnificent. Oh, God damn. This got left open, so now there's buttons all over me and the floor. I, was, only, I said I'm taking out a pin for yeah, my desk. Yeah, but I didn't think you were going to leave the bag open. <laughs> I've only given out one so far. Uh, they look really good. So uh, if you have not uh, seen our buttons before, these are new ones. Um, so you probably haven't seen these either. But uh, if you see us. And if you have seen them, you should get a new one. And if you see us and you want one and we have one with us, let us know. But technically, no one's seen them except for one person. Actually, two, because Nick made them. Don't <laughs> move. Nick, by the way, the 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 band for our opening. Nick Passy. Nick Passy. They do our our opening. Falk Hogan. Uh, no, don't buddy. get it wrong. Nick Passy isn't the only one in Falk Hogan. Well, that's There's true. a whole band behind our our intro and outro music. That's true. Nick has a bunch of solo stuff, but Nick is the button maker extraordinaire. He is, and he is in the studio with his solo stuff. So I'm excited to hear what he comes up with. Yeah, his last album, sometimes I just listen to it on repeat like 12 times in a row. So when I went to go pick up the buttons on Saturday, he was telling me, I think it's like once a month he does the pizza thing at Estee Pizza and Sugar House. Sounds about right. <laughs> he was like, he they completely filled the place this time. And the he said that the hosts and some of the people at Estee were not really very nice about it. And he was like, like, he didn't even leave the stage for the whole entire time. That's how packed it was. And he just kept playing and being his awesome self. So <laughs> They didn't like it because people weren't buying stuff? Or? Yeah, because they were like seating themselves and just, just yeah. petty stuff. Because so. people are stupid. It's not petty. They're going there to see Nick, but he's there to promote the restaurant and for you to buy food at the restaurant. So don't just fucking show up and not buy something from the restaurant. No, the reason they were angry, like all they had to do was walk over and hand them menus. Like that would have solved the whole problem. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, so Nick is awesome and he held on to our pins for a while because they've been done for like two weeks. So. That's okay. He's I was like, guy. I'm going to have to pay. No, it was me. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to have to pay you storage fee because... <laughs> I'm so busy, I couldn't go pick them up. <laughs> but alas, we have them. I like them. I think they're good. Uh, so, uh, also, uh, there's some improvements in the studio. Uh, we now have a proper wall covering, and, uh, and uh, the banner is hung. Um, a so starboard? Is that what that's called? <laughs> the star- it's, it's the bridge. It's a bridge. the bridge of a, a bridge. starship. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I like it. I think Bree did a good job picking it out, and uh, I did a good job hanging it. Those clips are awesome. It's true, but I hung the track. Yes, but I found the clips. Also, that track was actually really easy to hang and 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 not very expensive. No, yeah, it's good. So, might be investing in more of that for other things. Um, Anyway, that's neither here nor there, and that has nothing to do with Utah. (laughs) Just a little bit about the show. Uh, How were your weekends? So, I want to talk about the earthquake. Oh, Jesus. 
<laughs> I forgot about that already. What do you mean? Oh, Jesus. Was it shook the, my house. <laughs> it shook a lot of people's houses, but it's, it's not. it wasn't that big of a deal. Come on. No, it's not. And the ones that they keep talking about that are like, oh my gosh, another one. I'm like, it doesn't even register on the USGS scale. So, so stop talking about it. Let me ask this, though. Every, every time there's one of those earthquakes, they're like, is it the big one? And my thought is never is it the big one. It's which fucking mine had an incident. <laughs> because that's immediately no that actually to. was a question of like fracking and stuff like that a lot of people in those conversations because i just i don't understand the panicking oh my god i'm like so what is a like an actual earthquake gonna be to you like, oh my god a 5.0 earthquake is nothing your shit shakes it's not a big deal like earthquakes so unlike a lot of stuff like when you go from like a, a category one to a category two to a category three to a category four hurricane, it's incremental. Like the winds increase by like 20 miles an hour or 30 miles an hour. Earthquakes, when you move up on the Richter scale, it's exponential. So uh, the the difference between a five and a six is massive. Between a six and a seven. Well, even is that two, even the 2.7 to the 3.7 was was a was a pretty it, it goes pretty from big difference. Not really noticing to waking people up. Yeah, it just felt like a. So, it, so well, so the first one, of course, I was dead asleep, so it woke me up. And at first, I was thinking the construction behind me, but isn't that a little bit early? But yes, well, five oh nine. But that's the kind <laughs> yes. of that's the kind of shaking you yeah. would feel like when they were putting all the pylons in for the overpasses on Bangor. When they were hammering yeah. those pylons in, that's the kind of shaking it did to the to the ground, to right. the earth. But the second one, the second one, I I definitely felt, and I the the weird thing about the second one is I could hear. Did you it. pee on yourself? Were you peeing when it happened? No. Oh, I'm just but checking. I could hear the second one before I could feel it. I feel I like actually, you'd have to get a significant like six for like peeing on yourself. I mean, in the morning, I don't even turn the lights on to pee. So, like, I'm, for it to actually move you to like. It? Dribble it, on yourself. I would probably pee on other things. It scared myself. Jonathan. It knocked his Legos off onto him. His, his, his Legos. He's got next. They, they fell. So I mean, it, the so have you never had the conversation with your kids? Like, don't store stuff above your head on your headbed. Your head. Well, headbed? it wasn't. It wasn't above. It was right next to him on his dresser. But it, why is he sleeping with his toys, dude? Because he's. Does he sleep with a Nerf gun under his pillow too? He's got a lot of Nerf guns. I know he does. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> But that, you, ever, you ever walked into his room in the morning and scared him and got shot with an earth gun? It would probably happen. <laughs> the, the second one, though, you could feel the second one. I mean, that was not. Well, a, you could. I couldn't. That I was knock it. a few things off the shelf. Well, you were close to that. To the it was in Bluffdale. Two. Yeah. But see, this is here's the difference. Like the the like a, a seven or an eight, we would have felt here. Easy. Like a seven, we would have felt here in the epicenters in Bluffdale. The, the, even like a five, we probably don't feel here. It felt like, because I live on a, a U, and so I'm on the inside, and it just felt like any time one of the, like, a big semi or a big truck comes through the neighborhood, or, like, when the uh, Apaches or Blackhawks fly over in, like, fours or fours and fives, that's how it shakes my well, that, house. That happens here all the time. Yeah. Like, so, that's, that's like, almost a nightly occurrence. But it definitely woke me up, and it was like, I don't hear any other sounds associated with this. This is definitely an earthquake. Oh, can I tell you, speaking <laughs> of Apaches, too, I'm getting off the subject of earthquakes. So, I'm driving home the other day, and I we live by Airport 2, uh, and so Jordan Landing is between here and Airport 2, and you drive along Airport Road or Center Park Drive, which is on the other side of the airport all the time there is an apache squadron 
based out of airport too at the, I don't even know what fucking Air Force Reserve base it is, but there's a reserve base there and there's an Apache squadron that's that's based out of there. So there's Apaches all the time. Mm-hmm. They fly formations. They do night flights. Like they're, they're all, all the time you see them. Some dumbass is driving and I can't figure out what he's doing. He's driving like shit. He rolls down his window. It's fucking snowing outside and he rolls down his window. What the hell's he doing? The light turns green. He doesn't turn left. I'm like, motherfucker. So I honk and he's turning left. He almost turns into the fucking like power pole kitty corner across the street as he's turning left so he's turned into the far lane and almost up onto the sidewalk into the power pole <laughs> overcorrect he's still like swerving around I'm like what the fuck is he doing and so is as he I watching Apaches yeah, as I pull in straight I see he's watching the goddamn Apaches land in formation I'm like are you fucking kidding me dude maybe he's new maybe he's never seen him before all he has to do is hang around for a minute and he'd see him again. I know. Fucking pull your truck over or something. Don't fucking do that while you're driving. Like, head out the window like, whoa, look at this. Wait Apaches. till he sees the Blackhawks. <laughs> yeah, the Apaches are way cooler than the Blackhawks. I'm sorry. They're they, both pretty rad. Yeah, except for the Apaches look like attack helicopters because even without right. missiles, they have the, all the, the missile mounts and the holsters yeah. and yeah. stuff. So, Well, then, then in the summer when they bring in the Hueys, that's pretty cool. That is cool. really cool, too. I've, I've been up in Hueys and Blackhawks. Nice. They're really cool. They are Helicopter rides are way different than plane rides. Oh, they're so rad. Yeah, it's not even not even close, and they're loud as fuck too. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, so earthquakes. Uh, anything else exciting this weekend? Exciting, no. Jeff? I went to the Ogden Farmers Market. How was that? It was little and cute. I've never been in the Union Station before, so that was really awesome. Did you find a ghost? No, but I did get a mini tour from Jen from did Dead History because they have a booth oh, there. So nice. she kind of walked me around. They were going to... Did a ghost come back to your house with you? No. No. No, there's plenty of So there's there no their such thing as ghosts. <laughs> that, that's what I'm hearing. Yeah, no. <laughs> that's what I just got out of this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Ogden was amazing because it had snowed the night before. And I noticed when I got back to Salt Lake in the afternoon that it didn't look the same, but like the skies were blue and every tree was just covered in snow. It was so beautiful but not so like i do like when that happens it was awesome all right i got a personal story i don't tell a lot of these um but i i feel like i should tell this because it it happened yesterday i don't know what you're talking about when i when i talked to my half sister for the first time ever oh yeah i like how you like i'm supposed to know you should have read the notes it's on the notes sibling news right at the top oh i didn't realize that we'd moved to the nose because we were just like talking about other things so Long story short, we already talked on previous episodes. By the way, this is episode 143. That's what Kim always says. What? Long story short. Yeah. Uh, I have a half-sister, but the only thing I know about her is she's about two years older than me, and there was a picture that I've seen many times of her and me on a couch. I'm a baby. She's like two, and that's it. I know her name was Amber. She was my dad's daughter, and... Her mom married some guy after my dad, and they adopted her, and my dad signed away the rights because he's a piece of shit. That's all I really knew. Actually, that's probably the most responsible thing he's ever done. Yeah, and, and, and you know, so anyway, so here we are, you know, 30-some-odd years later. I'm doing basic genealogy and genetic research on myself to find out, like, who the f- where the fuck do I come from? all European, by the way, mostly British and Irish and Scottish. So, Peter, I'm your brother. Don't worry about it. (laughs) Um, Brother from another mother. Uh, Anyway, so as I'm doing this, like, 
I find out some weird shit, like my dad's current wife is the cousin of his first wife, which was Amber's mom. Uh, and I find through this search, my dad's sister, who I don't ever remember meeting, but she claims she met me once when I was a baby. Um, she tells me Amber's name now. And, you know, I look her up and I send her a message. This is a few weeks ago. And I'm like, hey, I don't know if you even know that you have half siblings, but I'm your half brother. I understand if you don't want to talk to me. If you like this out of left field. So yesterday she responded. This is like a couple weeks later. Like I totally thought she had read it and was like, nah, fuck that. I'm, I'm not getting into this. <laughs> but uh, she said, wow, I uh, just barely found out like two months ago that I even had siblings of any sort. Like she had wow. no idea. All she knew was that her dad was a loser and uh, gave her up. And Well, like, she had that in common. So, <laughs> him and three other people. So I get to have a little bit of a conversation. Yeah, I have a half brother as well that my dad found out about when my half brother was roughly 21, 22 years of age. At the time, I was also roughly 21, 22 years of age, if that tells you anything. Wow. Uh, so I found out a lot of weird shit, but uh, I, I did have a bit of a conversation with her yesterday via Facebook, the great uh, great communication engine that it is, the people finder. Um, and uh, yeah, I told her she's got a couple kidneys that are healthy if she ever needs them. Uh, <laughs> That's one way to look at it. Well, through the conversation, because I'm like, well, you're not really missing anything. He's kind of a a piece of shit. And then I was like, you know, he's married to your mom's cousin right now. (laughs) 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 And she knew who I was talking about, so she found out. Uh, I don't know if her mom had told her or or what at this point. Because she's, I mean, she's grown. She's a couple years older than I am. And uh, um, where does she live? uh, Texas, somewhere in Texas, like. I thought you said she lives somewhere else. So now Facebook stalking her a little bit after we became friends on Facebook. Uh, she, I think, lives in like the Austin area of, of Texas. I don't know. She lives down south. I'm not going to go fucking visit her or anything because I don't know her at all. Um, but she did at one point say, because I was explaining like the weird shit, like, you know, my dad marrying her mom's cousin after he had married her and my mom. And there was another kid in the mix somewhere. And so she's actually got three half siblings that she never <laughs> knew about. She goes, I feel like I'm on a fucking Jerry Springer set right now. <laughs> I said, yeah, that's about right. That's about right. Uh, so anyway, so that was, that's my little personal story of news. Um, it's way cooler than cakes. It's it's interesting, but that's probably like I don't know if I will have any more conversations with her now. Like that was the extent of it. Like maybe if she's dying and needs a maybe kidney, you need she'll a reach kidney. Out. Yeah, well, she said hers are in good condition too. She thinks okay, so. There you go. She has three kids. She does have three kids, and a douchebag ex-husband was her words. <laughs> so. Hmm. That's usually the case when you have exes and kids. It's not always, but a lot of times. Anyway, that's enough about me. That is interesting, though. That's mm. cool. Yeah. Yeah, it is interesting. Uh, some of the stuff this this crap brought up. Uh, Bree's biological sibling doesn't want anything to do with her. So I didn't say anything about a sibling. I never is it a cousin? Siblings. Yeah. A cousin of some sort. Second cousin, I think. Drew, twenty three. And I nine. didn't find anybody closer than a second cousin. And I didn't find anybody that identified as any kind of a sibling. But you already knew that, right? No, because if he was at the hospital, if he donated sperm at any other time. Oh, you're talking about. I'm talking about my real dad. The the daddy. My real dad. (laughs) Sperm donor dad. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. As opposed to. Jack off in a cup dad is what she means. Yeah. Like real sperm. As opposed to the guy who disowned me. Yeah, well, that's a whole other story we shouldn't get into. 
That's too much for uh, one episode. Yeah, that's that's a whole that's a whole thing. We could talk about that on the other podcast that we might not ever make. We've been talking about doing another podcast for like a year. On. Yeah. <laughs> We tried to record it once, didn't go well, and we started talking about it again this weekend and, and didn't get around to recording it. It was an emotional weekend. I was not in yeah. a good good place. Our our kid came to visit us this weekend, too. Sean was here. Is that why you were not in a good place? No, no, no. This is before. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because yeah. I know sometimes when the kids come to visit, that puts no. you... No. This was actually a pleasant visit. Sean, yeah, she's, Sean's much she's better. She's a sweet at, kid. She's much better at visiting than Cassie. She actually like thinks about other people's feelings and wants and needs and desires as opposed to Cassidy who just figures if you don't like it, go fuck yourself. Is this not about me? Okay, I don't care then. Yeah, pretty much. Because like Sean friends. even went and visited her grandma. Yeah. I don't think Cassie's ever done No. <laughs> she came home. <laughs> like no. incidentally, if, if Nana comes over, she, she sees her, but it's not like she goes out of her way and Sean went out of her way to go see her grandma. Well, she just, she was on her way somewhere else and she just decided to get ready early and leave a little early and go see her grandma before she That's went to go nice. see her friends. Yeah. So anyway, uh, there's gotta be, I, okay. So events, it's not on here, but I saw, and I don't know, I can't remember if you mentioned it. I saw a sign over by Harmon's little like picket yard sign for the Salt Lake tattoo convention. That's this weekend. Oh, yeah. It's this weekend. I, it is I, this weekend. You're right. I made fun of it last year and the year before, I'm pretty sure, when we talked Apparently about it. Apparently, there's some... Well, just because like you really want to support local artists, but the more I've learned over the last year, there's some amazing people that come to this convention. If you can get booked with them... Like, it would be awesome. <laughs> it's definitely probably too late to book with any of the really amazing people. Um, it might not be. I don't know. But it is this weekend, mm-hmm. um, the 22nd and the 23rd. Is that Convention Center, I think? Yeah, I think it's at the Salt Palace. So. Yeah. Um, it's apparently a big thing here. I still think it's fucking weird to go to a big expo center and fucking have someone tat you up. But then again, this is coming from a guy who has zero tattoos. <laughs> So I'm just throwing that out there. I'm not the best tattoo expert, and I just think they're trashy, so. (laughs) Tattoos are conventions. Tattoos are trashy. Oh, he's paid for all of mine, though. Yeah. I like trashy girls. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. I I think I posted. Just wait until I put my name in your lower back. Was it like, it was like last week or something, I posted a Facebook memory that I was like, this is my last tattoo. This was like. I don't know, five oh, yeah. years ago. I'm that. like, this is like seven tattoos ago. <laughs> <laughs> this is my last tattoo because it's it's something special. I, no, it, it I think it was it was way. I think it was the placement of it. Like words on your ankle and or something. It's on well, it's on the top of my foot. But oh. anyways, it was just funny. What's oh, that tattoo? I didn't really pay attention to that tattoo. I just saw the note yeah. about the memory. Yeah. Anyways, too. Funny. I think that once you get a tattoo, you really do start to get addicted to. I'm just like tattoos. collecting art, you know. Well, I don't. know I don't about, even think it's that. I don't think it's the art part. I think maybe for some people it kind of is, but I also think it's like the weird fucked up. I like pain thing. No, it's not even that. To me, it's just like once I got the one tattoo, once it was like all healed, and is I was like, I, I need another one. When are you gonna get your neck tattoo? I have a neck tattoo. No, no. Behind your ear does not count as a neck tattoo. I have one on the back of my fucking neck, dummy. No, no. Front of your neck where people can see it. <laughs> on the front? Your, on my like, throat? Oh, yeah. Like going up your throat. I'm not like getting get, a throat When are you getting tattoo? your teardrop? Get a hand. After I kill throat Chris. up over your chin and then a little teardrop on your left cheek. Yeah, from killing you. Is it your left or your right eye? I don't know. <laughs> You're not going to kill me. 
Anyway, uh, so aside from the tattoo convention, I already fed in I the t- I'm glad that you brought that up because yeah, I, I didn't write that. Too. Well, the thing is, is I saw it on it's one of those. Show up in my event calendar. That's so weird. I saw it on one of those. I wonder if they're not doing well because usually I hear well, advertisements. Have but I th- this was not a billboard. To be clear, this was like the downtown. This was like one of the those sign. We buy houses sign. Right. We buy no. your house sign. That was the kind of sign I, that it was. I haven't seen any so. It was it was wedged I've between seen downtown. It was wedged between the five buck pizza shitty sign and the great clip shitty sign that, <laughs> that are always on that corner there by the taco time. You know, in that little it's like new clientele when there was a there was the a VR gamers place that always had a shitty sign there for a while because no one goes into that that back thing over by Harmon's. No one actually goes in there to patronize those businesses. So. Anyway, other events, Jess? Wizarding Days is this weekend, too. Oh, yeah, that's right. Jess's, go see Jess's panel on on Friday at, at 4, 4 p.m. o'clock. It would be nice if one person shows up. I was like, Dylan's like, I'm really nervous. Well, so, and Dylan's in charge of this, by the way. Well, Dylan's not Dylan's not like a like a big public speaker kind of guy. He's not, which he's, makes this very interesting. Because Travis and I both yeah. are. <laughs> yeah. And so... Oh, he's Travis like, is the other one with yeah, you guys? Yeah, he's like, I'm, he was trying to get Jay, but Jay's out of town. And so he was like, I'm really nervous today. You, know, you need, what you need to do is make sure you mention that during the pot, during the, the panel, that Travis is actually the understudy for Jay. Because he's the understudy for a lot of people. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, like bust, like bust, bust Dylan out and see how he handles it. Yeah. Anyways, so he's super nervous, <laughs> and I and I was like, do it. I was, I will, uh, if I remember. Um, I'm like, don't like, don't be nervous. Like, what if, like, if nobody's even there, like, then we just shoot the shit. <laughs> he was I mean, like, yeah, we should record a podcast. I was like, we could do that. Yeah. Someone record. I don't know. Take the Zoom. It's over there. I'm just take it with you. Talking about record it. Maybe we'll um, use some of the audio. The producing side, so that's fine. That's what you do. A lot of like way better than any of us could potentially do. Like, I don't even think I'm. Po- I don't even think I'm capable of doing all the production work you well, do from from a getting bes- guests standpoint. Besides, besides that. Four o'clock on Friday. <laughs> There's a lot of other really cool classes that are happening this what, year. What time does it open on Friday? Three forty-five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably no. five. I don't know. I don't even. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> we open the doors at five. Your panel starts at four. <laughs> what? <laughs> Hate me. What? <laughs> it's like the it's like some Dylan's of the, the, one that the you, pictures that they have. Well, like it was supposed to be on Saturday, Comic-Con and we opening. just got the schedule. <laughs> uh, so that's all right. Can um, you make it at four? Is that going to be doable for you? I don't know. We, we've done panels to empty rooms before. Oh. Yeah, who can? Never. Tr- that room was full. And that was so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> if you listen to the show, you could hear the audience in the background. <laughs> Rowdy lady in the back. Yeah, she kept fucking speaking out of turn. God, what a bitch that lady was in that fucking that fucking furry costume. I cannot believe we let her in. For those of you that don't know what episode we're talking about, we were at Anime Bonsai this last year and not uh, this last two year. Years ago. Two years was it ago. two years ago two that years we missed? Damn it! I want to go to Anime Bonsai again. That was fun, but I think I feel like I don't know enough about anime to really understand. Yeah, but they have a cool bar there. Yeah, that's the other thing. I think if I could go there and I was staying in the hotel, I would just get drunk the whole time and hang out with all the anime people playing video games and dancing. You you can go do that and, and I'll go visit baby Henry. They do. Maybe I'll get drunk and then walk to Mark and Brandy's house because they really big do live baby like boy. just down the road. Yeah. 
There are, are there other events besides wizarding? There days? are. I You're was scrolling try, through. No, your phone I was. I know. I was trying to find out what time it starts on Friday, but I can't. So, um, we talked about the stallions with their. Uh, yeah, their they second lost, game. They lost again. Uh, well, they're playing the Arizona Hotshots on the 23rd at the Rice Eccles Stadium. So yeah, maybe they'll win. Finally, the third game they'll win. Third time's a charm, right? Yeah, but you know, Jazz doesn't. They don't always win either. People still go to those games. So <sighs> yeah, unfortunately, they're an institution. They, they are. I mean, look, they have a fucking statue of Carl Malone and John Stockton out front, and. Um, <laughs> You know, people still talk about the 90s like they were yesterday. <laughs> Man, if, if Jordan just wouldn't have had that amazing game when he had the flu and fucked us over. If I could go back to the 80s yeah. and throw that touchdown pass. If coach would have just put me in. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> Bet you I can throw this football over that mountain. Man, you guys got to watch that fucking cartoon. I'm telling you. Um, uh, okay. Uh, also. I, I was going to stay in sports before oh, I let okay. you continue yep. because stay RSL's first home game is the ninth. Uh, the first away game is March 2nd. I'm sure there's all kinds of watch parties going on all over the place. First home game is the 9th. Uh, I bring it up in particular. One, get tickets now, but um, the first home game is actually home to uh, the homebrew competition. So one of the things the supporters groups do, um, Section 26, one of the supporters groups actually hosts it. But basically... Uh, through the, the off season, uh, people prepare homebrews and then, uh, you go to the tailgate a couple hours before the game. The game's at four o'clock, so it should be, um, not completely frozen, uh, but they serve beer. Uh, so that you get a glass, a commemorative glass, you pay for a ticket. It's all home brews. You get to taste and you get to vote. Uh, and there's some really good brews out there. This is Jeremy's kind of game. Yeah, it, it really is. There are some re- like these the fucking guys that are submitting brews like over the last couple of years. The the game has just improved dramatically. Uh, so we will absolutely be attending the, the tailgate for home brews. If you don't want to go to the home opener, I can take Jeremy. Yeah, <laughs> it's not that I don't want to go to the home opener. <laughs> I just wanna go to don't want to go to the tailgate where you guys will be walking around drinking something that I don't like. Also, so I will bring a flask of wine. I will probably, hot damn is what she would bring yeah. to keep her warm. Uh, I will probably have stories after that about whoever is our season ticket holder mates in the area surrounding ah, us. Because that changes. Get new ones, huh? Generally, people in front of us tend to not last for some reason. Well, I still think you should have gotten together with, what's his name? Oh my God. I can't remember. It's some. It's the same name as somebody that we know. Sean? Yeah. Um. Remember I told you you guys should go in on those two seats and then just... In front of us? The, yeah. The, like, so there was this couple that was in front of us and they're like, oh, are you guys season ticket holders? And we busted out the cowbell. And, and they've been like, sitting yep. there forever because they were sitting there when Chris and I had our other seats. The very next game, not there. And not there the rest of the season. And like there was... But I've seen them and they're, they're in our old section. Yeah. <laughs> Can People aren't. Fa- yeah, they'll transfer you. Yeah. They'll move you around. It's more expensive in so, our old section. Though. I honestly don't think they liked standing the whole game either. Yeah, because they didn't what really I could stand. Gather, so. That was probably just the straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah, cowbell in your ear. Good news. Starts at one. Oh, good. One, oh. one to ten. I was worried there. And that then Saturday would, is be there ten by to four ten on a work day. I was really worried. <laughs> it's a Friday. People get off early. I do. I work down the street, and I'm probably not going to go. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I actually was thinking about going because I do work down the street. Like it's you do. it's legit less than two minutes away from my office. It is. I could walk in five. All right. So 
Um, It'd take you more than five. I believe that there are still a few spots left because they're deciding which beer to use. But Oleo's beer soap class is March 3rd. It's $30. Just go to their website and you can sign up. Get enough soap to pay for it. Yes. Um, Next week, March 5th. And I thought this was really cool. And I took a picture of a sign. There's like a wine club in Salt Lake that I thought was pretty cool. But at Lake Effect on the 5th, they're doing... Uh, wine tasting with Salt Lake's like premier sommelier. Sommelier. Yeah. Who so, is that? Do you know who the uh, His is name was way too fancy to pronounce. <laughs> Fra- is it Francois? It's Jacques close. Francois. It's close. Anyways, it's so, a Russian. Okay. His name is John Smith. Yeah. <laughs> they're doing it. They're doing it every Tuesday. Hello, my name is Coming Fred. Up. So I thought that was cool. Yeah, you can cool. learn about wine and how to taste it. Then, um, guess yeah, what? You're on spit cup. Yes. Guess what is coming up, Chris? Salt Con is coming up the 28th to the 3rd. It is coming up. You I know, bet at the Davis Convention Center. I'm going to try to get one of the founders on next week, but I haven't heard back from him yet, so I'll keep you updated. Which one, Dave? No. Dale. Dan. Dale. Buster. Dan. His other brother, Daryl. Do you, do you want Dale? I've. Yeah, I don't care. I, I mean, I know Dan. I, I went to school with Dan. So. You say, I know Dale. I used to play D&D with the guy. And he's a founder? Uh, yeah. He's yeah. one of the founders of Let's it. Let's do it. I'll, uh, I'll reach out. Reach out, him. yo. Reach out. Anyways. See, I can produce too, goddammit. So, <laughs> I don't know anybody it's except the, for the three people in this room. Well, you don't know any game nerds. <laughs> and we come so. every week. It's the largest board game convention in Utah. So this is not, guys, this is not gaming con or GamerCon or whatever bullshit that was. This this convention is 100% board games. Mm-hmm. This is so you could go up for a day. Like this would be a cool family thing. Um, if you could go up all night, they're doing all yeah, night games. If you're too. really into board you're games, hardcore. If your name is Ron and you're my roommate, if you're really into board games, he's not into board games though, is he? He's a video gamer, right? He D and D's. Okay, so video gamers need not apply. By the way, there aren't video games at this thing. It is all board games. Uh, you can you can get an all like weekend pass. Basically, you get access to hundreds, if not thousands, of different board games that these guys collect over the years. Uh, that people donate to them as new games come out. They teach people how to play. You get to just play board games basically all day and all night. Um, it is a lot of fucking fun if you like board games, and it's everything under the sun from your basic sorry to really complex crazy like fucking descent and, and the local board game guild is there and and there's a lot of people with local yeah a games. lot of local games and a lot of local lot, lot of local game designers mm-hmm. that it's are playtesting games and mm-hmm. stuff uh, and we have a really thriving local game community a lot of people make games in the state uh, a lot of board game design so jeremy knows a little bit about uh, that. some <laughs> <laughs> So one more... Your game is over there somewhere. One more cool thing. Brewbies in Ogden is going to be doing every last Thursday of the month. Did co- you say every flask Thursday of last. the month? Last. It oh. could be a flask Thursday. Not a Brewbies. Um, you have to buy their liquor. Yeah. But in Ogden, they're doing a cult horror night. So it's like horror films that you won't be able to find anywhere cult else. Cult horror nights. Cult horror nights. With yeah. flasks. With flasks. Every flask Thursday, yes. cult horror night. Yes. Got it. 
Perfect. I'm going to write that down every Flask Thursday, Colt. I thought that movie. was cool that they're going to be showing oh. horror films that you can't find. Also, that Brewies, okay, it's so. It's rad and it's easy you, to get to. If you've been to the Brewies in, in Salt Lake, I love those guys dearly. Their theater's disgusting. It's it's old school, like slight slope, sticky floors. But slight, they do, slight is being nice. But they, they, really have, they have a place in front that you can put your beers. Don't sit on the couch in the back. I did um, for don't, it. Don't ever sit on the couch in the back. You, you black light that You thing. probably have herpes now. I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't want to scare you, but you might want to go get yourself tested. Um, but Thanks. the Brewies in Ogden is actually an old place that used to be called the Movie Grill and then Red Carpet Cinema. Basically, it's been a bunch of bullshit places. But it is a... Uh, a really nice theater, almost like the executive lounger style that Cinemark has been doing. Um, but all of the things have like a rotating table that comes to them. They have a full restaurant. They're doing a brunch up there too, I believe. It's a really nice space. I, I've, I've worked up there with some folks. It's a really nice space. I would love that to be the Brewies in Salt Lake. It would be fucking awesome. I would go to no other theater if that was the Brewies in Salt Lake. <laughs> Seriously, I'm not even kidding. They do fun events. Yeah, and they've got they've got three or four, I think four theaters actually at the one in Ogden. There's four actual theaters. Oh, oh nice. So yeah, much bigger. One. And it That's is cool. it is stadium it is stadium seating. So it's it's really good. So back when it. I was in college, I had my artwork hanging at Brewies. That's rad. For sale. For sale. Yeah. Did you make anything on your artwork? Uh, not much. People didn't really want to buy that shit, did they? Enough to really? pay, enough to like pay for it, but I wouldn't say I actually made money. But it was a good experience. Cult horror. I'm still writing this down. <laughs> Every Flask Thursday, horror. cult horror night. I like the idea of Flask Thursday. Yeah. That, that it's could, the Flask Thursday of the month. That could be a work thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, at your house, it could I mean, be. you don't have to put a flask there. Just put the bottle on your desk. <laughs> True. Just make the kids. But the kids sounds, are at school. It'll be fine. It sounds, it sounds better. Flask Thursday. As long as you don't have any on-site like, measurement things on Thursdays, it's probably good for you. <laughs> Fall in the house with no floor. <laughs> <laughs> They'll find me on Monday. Crawl underneath one of the crawl spaces. Have something fall on you. Uh-huh. Uh, all right. Is that it for events then, Jess? I know we... It's like totally hijacked your shit this week. It's all good. I yeah, do. I, well, I do, do it that. on it. I actually want to do a. Even though she doesn't listen, but I'm going to tell her anyways. My friend who I box with that title was on Good Morning America because she's lost 136 pounds since going to title. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, wow. she was on Good Morning America, and I was like, Angie, you're amazing. So, so, so I haven't lost bad. anything since going to title. Brie pointed out to me, um, because I was really fucking tired this morning. We get up every day at 4.30 religiously to go to the gym and work out. More than religiously, because I don't even go to church anymore. That's true. That's true. I replaced the church with gym more frequently than church. Um, so anyway, some stuff happened at title with, with one of the groups that we, we go with, and we ultimately decided we would get a membership. And... Um, I'm like, well, we need to use it. We've got it. We need to go more frequently. We're not hiking because it's fucking snow and I don't want to walk in that. Um, so we have to go on Sunday and I'm like, we need to go at least one other day during the week. Like we need to find an afternoon that we can go. And Friday seems the most reasonable. We both get done with work early. They have early classes. Um, but then I realized, so we went Friday and then Sunday and then Monday. 
<laughs> we went to the gym Friday morning and Monday morning. And, and by this morning, uh, this Tuesdays is when we record, if you haven't figured that out by now. Um, I woke up and I'm like, oh my God, I'm exhausted. I don't think I can go. <laughs> We still went. We still we went, went, but we only went for twenty minutes because we had to shovel. We had to come home and time shovel. So. But but uh, breathe and said, well, we went Friday and then Sunday and then Monday to boxing. I said, I don't know how people do it every day. That is such a hard workout. It's like I, brutal. I am exhausted when I'm done. I am so bone tired. It's a good workout, though. Oh my god, it's brutal. I couldn't on Sunday mornings when we go. I'm. I wouldn't be able to go to work after because I I'm so sweaty and just gross and disgusting and it's hard it's a hard workout. So, but one lady go. comes up to me and she's like, "Do you want to move around the bag?" And I looked at her and I go, "No." Oh, and she stood there for a minute. And she kept kind of punching on my bag with one me, and the then trainers she just that was there. Because <laughs> you know you're supposed to move around the bag, and the arches of my feet are not happy. They don't they don't like boxing. And so I can move around when I need to, but like if we're just doing punch combos over and over, I just, I'm not there to learn how to actually box someone. Like if anybody's going to like swing at me, I'm probably going to get hit. So I just don't care. So I'm just like, no. When I've been there, it's so busy that if you tried to move around, you'd run into people. Yeah, it's, well, <laughs> Chris again, is by the tallest men in the world last here, night. Here, here we are, though. It's the first of the year. Um, oh, that's true. Just just wait it out. Wait it out. we still got a couple more weeks. Like the, the, the gym in the morning, I've already seen the massive drop off. Like this morning. So the, the second week of January, the, every fucking piece of equipment was full by quarter after five, right? Opens at, gym opens at five. Today, when we leave, because we only did a 20-minute workout today, when we leave the gym today, there's like four fucking people up there. So, so it is just completely dropped off. So within the next few weeks is the time to start shopping savers. For That's what you keep saying. Yep. I keep keeping my eyes out, but keep keeping, Keep keeping. And she's amazing. Keep on, she's worked on. really hard, and I just, I'm really proud of her. So. I don't know if I've ever met her. She only goes early in the morning. That's bullshit. I can't do it. <laughs> too far. It's great because then it's, it's over. It's the same thing as you going to your gym. And By the way, that's yeah, for you're so sweaty. Like, yeah, but I, the di- I can't do it. The difference is. My gym's three minutes away, so when I come home, I can shower really fast. Um, and if I didn't want to do that, there's like 50 showers <laughs> at my gym because it's, you know, built for Olympic swimming stuff. Uh, and there's a lot of locker room stuff. But Tidal, ha- Tidal does have a shower. Mm-hmm. But it just has one Their shower. bathroom always fucking smells great. And it's pretty. And is always clean. Mm-hmm. And always has lots of lotions and, and sanitizers stuff. and colognes and Axe body sprays. Axe and, body spray? And pee by the urinal because guys are fucking just <laughs> disgusting creatures. I don't know why you can't fucking piss in the urinal. Maybe your, there was an earthquake. Your dick is like, <laughs> I mean, maybe. Your, your penis is literally their urinal. It's not even like the sunken in wall when it's ones that come out your penis is on top of it like you how do you pee underneath it maybe it's little short people like shooting it like stand back and like angle like they're trying to i don't know how if you're short go use the fucking toilet i'm not a guy i'm just saying i've never used a urinal i don't understand are they like pulling their dick out with the boxing gloves on and like trying to fumble around with it is that what's you know, going it on it never fails if i get there early Hold and i put my wraps the boxing on glove, like. well, that's what i'm like i don't I, I really don't understand the physics of how people still manage to pee on the floor underneath the urinal it's like they're stepping back six feet and they're like listen the way that the glove is even shaped you could just like rest it in there and just 
Yeah. Well, I mean, you'd have to. My glove has a little, uh, a little piece of like elastic between oh, the does? thumb and the thing. So I would just like create a pool of pee of, of <laughs> urine That'd be a in problem. the palm of my hand. But even then, then you'd really then, have to sanitize even your then, bag. I could just dump it out onto the in the urinal, and it wouldn't it's get true. on the floor. So I still don't understand how people are peeing on the floor. It never fails if I get there early enough and I put on my wraps and I'm standing there. I'm like, oh crap! Now I, I have pee. to pee. <laughs> All right, so let's get to some news. So uh, we were supposed to have a guest um, as things happen this time of year. Uh, a lot of our guests, because we talk to a lot of politically active folks and organizations that are required on the Hill, um, it is legislati- legislative season. I'm sure I'll fuck up legislator and legislature 16 times tonight. Um, so correct me, all of them now, would you? I can't. You haven't done them <laughs> wrong yet. Um but anyway, so... Our, Do you want our, me to give you a definition so you remember? No, it won't help. Okay. I know the definitions of sell and sell, and it doesn't help, so... Uh, our uh, our guest was unable to make it, but uh, that's okay, because there is a shit ton of stuff to talk about. So we're going to get to some legislative review stuff. We're going to talk... Uh, and she will join us just when things slow down. Oh, yeah. And I'm, I'm excited for that guest, uh, I am for too. sure. Um, but... Um, then we're also going to keep your freaking highlighters on your side. We're, we're also going to talk about uh, about socialism. Um, we'll talk about Is this why. Your pen. Uh, but first, I want to start with some stuff Might that uh, some stuff that's not tied to legislation, uh, or at least not state legislation to, to begin with. Uh, this story made national news. It was all over national news this harrowing. morning. Harrowing. Um, so basically, That's a great word. Harrowing two-day rescue. So the headline is, man pulled from quicksand in Zion during harrowing two-day rescue. I didn't even know we had quicksand in Utah. I didn't, I didn't either. either. I guess they were you can have it anywhere. saying it's super rare. Yeah. You, you can technically have it anywhere. So it was actually in a creek bed uh, with, what with water. What is quicksand? So quicksand is, a, is basically, it's a, a wet mud, I guess is for lack of a better term. It's not actually sand, although it can be sand. But it looks dry, right? So you Um, don't know that it's there, kind of? Not always. So in this case, he was actually in a creek bed. Uh, So it was wet. There was a flowing creek over it. Um, But think about, like, have you ever been, like, the mud at the Great Salt Salt Lake? I've never been to the Great Salt Lake. Um, You know how the mud, like, you sink down in it? No, because I've never been there. Okay. Well, I'm not talking to you. I was looking at Jeremy past you. I apologize. Um, but basically, if you ever step in mud, and this would never happen to you because if you I see mud, mud, you're like, nah, I just I'm going to go back home. I'm yeah, good. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but anyway, so essentially, once you step into it, and it is always some sort of mud, um, the idea of the dry quicksand is is because it looks dry because it's sand, but it's actually got water, usually like a, an underground source of water that's mm-hmm. feeding it. So basically, it creates this this environment where stuff, when it goes in, there's a suction that's created. And you is that like a current? or um, Not really, uh, but it creates a like suction. A yeah, yeah, and it's it's like a, like a, like a, a, a suction. I don't know how to describe it any other way. So is it just like Princess Bride? Yes, without the R-O-U-S's. <laughs> I don't think they exist anyway. So you can dive into it with a rope and rescue the person that sunk? I mean, that's basically how you have to get people out. Like, you have to, you have to pull them out more or less. Um, and and it is true if you struggle a lot you will you basically get more stuck think of a chinese finger trap that's kind of the idea right so 
So guys, out hiking in Zion. Uh, I don't know why the it, fuck you hike in February in Zion. You're a goddamn jackass. Um, but he's hiking the subway, which is uh, just one of the... I'm glad I'm going in March then, so I'm not a jackass. <laughs> well, there probably won't be fucking snow in March. Um, it is in southern Utah, but they still get snow. It, oh, it snow. snowed there yesterday. Yeah. Well, I, th- that's the whole point. So this guy gets stuck well, in quicksand. Well, it snowed in St. George yesterday, too, but there's none there today. So they're three hours into this hike, right? They're three hours in. There's no cell service. Uh, his The person he's with ends up having to... He's stuck in this quicksand in a, in a creek bed, essentially. person has to leave him. Here's some supplies. Uh, try to stay warm. Leaves him. Goes out three hours. Calls 911. Gets rescuers. They come in, they free the guy, and they're like, well, it's fucking snowing, and we can't hike out now. We're staying overnight. So they have to stay overnight because they felt like it was safer uh, from from his perspective to be able to basically give him body heat uh, than to try and get him they cuddled. out. They took off all their clothes and cuddled. <laughs> that's what I was just going to say. Climbed in the that's how you do bed. it when you have no, to really, It really, truly is because that's how you transfer body heat. I went I down a really bad rabbit hole of the way that people die on Everest the other day. Oh, man, I got sucked in. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Who gets sucked in on a rabbit hole on death? Did you watch Faces you? of Death? No. What's that? Oh, well, just go look it up. I've seen it. It's probably banned. However, is there's banned like 20 the different... Ver- there's like 20... Yeah, are they banned in the U.S. now? They're banned in a lot of countries. They were... It's really... It's it's a long series of videos. This, if YouTube allowed people to show death... It would be that. It's like fucked up ways people die, like live images of them dying from like magic tricks gone wrong and shit like that. It is really just fucked. Lumberjack accidents. That, that are caught on, that were caught on tape. I watched a bunch of pictures right before stuff like that happened yesterday. <laughs> I I don't understand. So anyway, that made national news uh, because <laughs> it's not every day you hear about someone actually getting caught in quicksand. That's not it's the like movie. the meme that's like, I thought quicksand was going to be a bigger problem. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so um, w- the salt flats are in some trouble. Uh, we've talked about this a little bit before. A little bit. Um, but so the salt flats, Bonneville salt flats is something that, that is... Utah's known for um, a lot of movies, a lot of land speed records have been broken there. That's where they filmed um, Pirates of the Caribbean, mm-hmm. where he's in the desert. And Independence Day. Yeah, okay. Independence Day is filmed out there. There's a lot of stuff filmed out there. Um, and like I said, all the land speed records that exist in the world were pretty much broken there. Um, it's in trouble. So due to, in part, due to uh, salt mining. mining. Yeah, yeah, salt mining. Um, and if you've ever driven out to... Um, Windover, you'll see a Morton salt plant off the side of the freeway, um, and basically they're they're mining the salt out of the salt bed. Which I can't blame them. It's salt is wars were fought over salt in ancient. Well, times. they're saying that it went from three hundred dollars a ton to as much as eight hundred. Yeah, yeah, it's expensive. Salt is a very very expensive mineral. Are they still doing the flooding method where they flood those huge beds and then let yep the, ev- the evaporative and stuff? Then, yeah, and then scrape it. Yep, that's basically what they've been doing. Um, but the problem is the crust now in the salt flats has gotten so thin that it's really not even, they're afraid it's not even really usable for land speed anymore. And because dumbasses go out there and drive their fucking cars on it, it doesn't help. So they're talking about a project to essentially 
pump water. We're going to get used to those Great Salt Lake pumps. Hey, um, let's fire those up. <laughs> but basically to pump water back out on the flats uh, and let it evaporate the same way they do the mining, uh, but on a larger scale. And basically what they said is, this is something we're already doing. It's too late to try and come up with a different solution. Let's just make this work. Let's. let's that sounds like that. It's going to work. Yeah. Let's let's speed this process up. But it's a fifty million dollar project. Uh, but some of it's going to be paid for by private money. Uh, Salt flats are. Huge, the company though. that's out there, the mining company, is yeah. assisting. To, to flood that much is, is, I don't think people understand. Well, they're moving salt from one side of the freeway to the other, basically. Yeah, basically. In a nutshell. So anyway, um, very unique Utah thing. There's not really a lot of those kinds of areas in the world. So, uh. Okay, um, so some national legislative news. Um, beyond the fact that there's a whole bunch of conflict because of this stupid national emergency shit, uh, the Senate actually just passed, this This is crazy, a very bipartisan bill. Like, the vote was 92 to 8, I think. Was that right? 92 to 8. Um, uh, it's a new public lands package. So, basically, it's going to create more than 1.3 million acres of uh, wilderness, uh, turn it into national parks and uh, monuments and stuff like that. Utah's going to get one, uh, which is, what's the name? Uh, it was on the freaking map. It's Jurassic. Yeah, Jurassic. So some dinosaur shit. So I guess my only question is, they take away bears' ears, they do all this, but now they want to add? Well, so to be this clear, the Trump administration reduced the size of bears' ears in Grand Escalante. Uh, this is a bipartisan uh, bill that passed the Senate. Like, seriously, no, a bill does not pass the Senate 92 to 8 almost ever. There were eight dissenting votes, including one I, fucking retarded Utahan. Oh, Mike Lee. Senator Mike Lee emerged as the legislation's most vocal opponent, decrying the restrictions that accompany any new wilderness and the possibility that the bill will make it easier for the federal government to acquire private land. Hey, what the hell? Hey, Mike Lee. Fuck you. You know what the government wants to acquire private land for right now? Building a fucking wall. No, you know what else they're going to acquire? But that's okay. They're going to acquire land for? Oh, yeah, that's right. Two coal mines in the state of Utah that are now going to be not open. Been approved. Because the Trump administration... Oh, magically, there's fucking coal mines in Utah now. Because, you know, coal. Just magically. Yeah, it doesn't have anything to do with cutting back the resources. Let's talk about we something have, more rad. We could have coal miners' daughters now. <laughs> you know, there's already coal mines out here. We already have them. I'm just kidding. Are you a coal miner's daughter? Were you born a coal miner's daughter? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Could have been. Actually, I uh, think my my dad was probably some sort of a medical something. Yeah, he was probably a medical student. But maybe it didn't work out for him and he had to go to coal mining. It could could be. Maybe. May, may, let's think bigger. Maybe he wasn't a medical student. Maybe he was the one running the program. Maybe he was a doctor. And he wanted to make the first... Can you ask your mom if you look like your dad? Donation. He supposedly did. Well, then maybe he's your donor. Maybe you should look him up and ask. Maybe. Find out. Just do a paternity test. That's how they did it. I've told that, I've told that on this podcast yeah, before. The way that they know. picked people was they looked at you and they were like... Oh, your dad is a white Danish looking dude. And then they walked around the hospital and was like, hey, you look like a white Danish dude. Can, can, can you jack you off into sperm? a cup for me? Somebody needs a baby. We'll give you 20 bucks. Okay. <laughs> we got a turkey baster over here. It's uh, Technology's come a long way. You know, that actually works, though. The turkey baster thing actually legit works. Yeah, I had some lesbian friends that did it. I had some, too. It is, it is crazy. And it really works. Huh? Yeah. Yep. 
they had a little girl. That's uh, anyway. So huh. okay, yeah, some cool shit going on in the state of Utah. This is rad. Uh, so I think I, you I, just blew Jeremy's mind. <laughs> I, I what? He did well, not know that. No, no I've, I've heard people joke of it. I just didn't. No, it's a real thing. It's it happens. It works well. I mean, basically, I didn't say well, but well, let's be clear. Yeah. First off, it's cheaper than in vitro by a long shot, by or 5, any fertility 000. doctor by a lot. Yeah, by your deductible, <laughs> by, the, by your annual deductible, or your out of pocket max probably. Um, yeah, it works. Think about it. It's not much different than a penis, really. You just shove it up in there and squirt. <laughs> True. Should True. I write that in or shove it up in there squirt. and squirt? I'm writing that down. Jess, I'll let you talk about this story while I write this down. Okay, so there is a doctor at Lone Peak Hospital who is the first surgeon to perform this implant to treat sleep apnea, which is amazing because 22 million Americans suffer from some type of sleep apnea. Chris has sleep apnea. Yep. I have I have a shallow breather. I have it too, don't worry. Uh, so it's just, just if you don't know anything about sleep apnea, it's when the soft tissues of the throat collapse during sleep and then the t- tongue falls backwards and blocks your Basically, airway. you stop breathing while you sleep and yeah, die. And then basically. your body wakes you up so you don't die. Yep. And so people have CPAPs and what they have is this little, it's like a little box. I didn't print, it didn't print the picture, yeah, but so it creates pulses in your body and it helps those muscles move basically so a CPAP machine is the most common treatment for sleep apnea that loud the, the way CPAPs work is they ruin your sex life so there's no chance you're ever getting late again before <laughs> bed you basically have to start having sex when you wake up um, but the other way that they work um, besides not killing your day. killing your sex drive at night um, which allows you to sleep because you're not having sex late at night uh, is they force air down your throat so when your tongue falls back and closes your airway the air coming out of the CPAP forces your throat back open, essentially your, your airway back open. Now, they work really good uh, if if and only if you can keep the mask on. That's the caveat. So for me, one, there's like 16 different kinds of masks. Mm-hmm. By the way, if you have sleep apnea, stop fucking paying your insurance company's approved person for equipment. Once you get the machine, go buy your fucking masks off Amazon because they're way cheaper and it'll save you a shit ton of money. And they're the same exact fucking thing. Uh, anyway, um, so if you're like me, I unconsciously took my mask off every night. I tried for months to, to use this thing. I would always wake up in the morning and my mask was on the floor and I have no recollection of taking it off in the middle of the night. And what's really hard to adjust to is when it, when it starts, it's mild. The air starts slow and as you fall asleep, it, the, the machine actually programs it to fucking put a jet stream of air into your face. So if you wake up in the middle of the night with that thing on, out. it's really hard to breathe because it's like... <laughs> Like right into your mouth, and you're like, <gasps> and you have to like pull the mask off so you can breathe because it's just like you can't stop breathing. I always just slept through it all. Yep, through the uh, sex part too. Um, when I had the CPAP on, <laughs> you pretend like you're Darth Vader. I'm like, baby, you want to get sexy? Like that, it seriously, the CPAP is the worst for sex at night because you're like, oh, I'm getting tired. So a lot of times, like, like nighttime sex is like, 
oh, I'm going to cuddle up. And, no, because when you're getting ready for bed with a CPAP, so either one, it's totally telegraphed, like I'm not putting my CPAP on and I'm cuddling up. We're going to have sexy time. Or then you can put your CPAP on and you're like, okay, I'm getting ready for bed. And your wife looks at you and you got this fucking tube coming out of your face with this mask on and she's like, yeah, you're not getting laid tonight. <laughs> They should make him look like a fighter pilot's mask. At least that'd be cool. Uh, no, they do. They they can, and they do, and they don't work. But at least not for me. So I'm one of those people that, that this device would actually help. So there are some set of the population that, that simply, the, the, the machines just don't work for one reason or another. This this device has two little probes. So it's got one electrical stimulator that goes down into your lungs to detect when you're not getting enough air. And then it's got another one that goes up basically to your tongue and it stimulates your tongue. So basically at night when you stop breathing, your tongue straightens out and it's like, <laughs> breathe, motherfucker, open your airway. But it keeps you from waking up. I wonder up. if it sticks your tongue out of your mouth. <laughs> they've only done five of these. Yeah, they so haven't far. done a lot. And Utah, Utah's one of the first places that they've done. I think been it's done. awesome. Like the screaming goat. <laughs> I do it. It is. It is. Uh, it's only for mild to severe cases, I, and you have to go through a lot of testing to qualify. The device alone is twenty grand. Yeah, it's not it's not cheap. It's it's still kind of experimental, um, but I think it. But could to not be have a, to worry about freaking brain damage for the to rest be of able your life. to have sex with your <laughs> wife before bed <laughs> and still <laughs> in the middle of sex you start breathing hard. You don't get so enough. Like if you, <laughs> so like if you fall asleep. You fall asleep at a meeting during at work. <laughs> <laughs> but that's better than when you fall asleep and start snoring. <laughs> hey, uh, I'm not that's actually convenient for naps. So I'm not a snorer, but I had a physical last year. And like when I had my sinus surgery, they kept me an extra couple of hours because I'm such a shallow breather. My mom used to turn over to make sure that I was still breathing. And I, I asked the doctor, I was like, is there something wrong? Like with with my throat like the shape and actually it is so something like that would work for me my mom has to have her throat stretched oh my boss's wife does she's terminal though <laughs> my mom's not she's, she's just weird Anyways. and she has a short little tongue that wouldn't stick out of her mouth this is awesome so real quick uh we we talked about this last year when when the legislation was passed so about this time last year so every state has two statues up at the capitol right now ours are uh, the main capital not the yeah the the us capital so ours are arthur t farnsworth the inventor of the television tubes and um brigham young no uh which, who's it? Is it Joseph Smith? It's something like that. Joseph Smith. I don't fucking remember who it is. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Porter Rockwell. Is it Porter Rockwell? No. no. no it's like, <laughs> God damn it. Why would you say that? Who the hell is it? Now I can't remember. Anyway, it doesn't matter. One of them's going away. <laughs> um, and we are replacing it with, it is fucking Brigham Young. It's it, the other monuments, Mormon pioneer leader Brigham Young. So it's Farnsworth and Brigham Young. <laughs> Fuck you guys. You don't I even hope know. I they get rid of Brigham Young. I was the only one that said anything. So anyway, every state's got two, and it kind of represents accomplishments from the state, contributions to America. Uh, well, Utah has decided that they're changing out their statue, and they were putting in Martha Hughes Cannon, who was a, a suffragette. She was uh, the first uh, female senator in the state of Utah. Uh, she was also a polygamist. She had 16 sister wives. 
I don't know if it was 16, but she had sister wives. Um, but anyway, that's who's doing it, and they have commissioned the maker for the statue. Uh, so um, what's his name? Where's it at? I can't remember now. Ben. His name is Ben. <laughs> his name is Ben. So Ben Hammond. <laughs> Hammond. Ben. ben Hammond, right? That's all I remember. It's Hammond. Um, but anyway, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Wait, no. is it his great-great-great-grandmother? Is that what I'm reading here? I don't know. Mark Woodbury shed tears of joy. Oh, Okay, I wonder if Ben and Corey are friends because they both live in American Fork. Well, that's what I was wondering. So, yeah, it's Ben Hammond of American Fork. And I, when I first saw this, I'm like, is this what Corey didn't tell us on air? Uh, I thought of that, too. And it, it might have been. But he, maybe he's working with Ben to create this oh, statue. Um, so, anyway, that's that's really cool uh, to see a local sculptor making the statue, um, especially since we just talked to a sculptor last week on the show. Um, okay, so... Uh, we're just outside of the best state capitals to live in the U.S. Um, we are number one in unemployment. In unemployment? Unemployment. Really? Yep. So I thought we, that we had the best employment. Yeah, we have the lowest unemployment rate in the oh, country. Lowest. Oh, well, that's not the way you said it. So, and when I say we're number we, one in... in I thought you meant like the yeah, highest. because no, you no, said no, no, it no. wrong. Yeah, so Salt Lake City specifically okay. is number one in unemployment. Unemployment rate. Um, <laughs> yeah, unemployment rate as Whatever. opposed to actual unemployment, which is what you insinuated. So we're actually in the top 10 in a few categories. We have uh, percentage of millennial newcomers is, is number six. Uh, percentage of adults with bachelor's degree or higher is number 10, which is pretty impressive. Uh, health conditions, 11. Attractions, uh, 11. Median household income is right in the middle at 23. Uh, percentage of population in poverty is 23. And average weekly work hours is 24. So we're right in the middle uh, for a few of those. Um, Denver beat us. Denver Denver did beat us. Cheyenne. In terms of top cities. So one of the big reasons is uh, housing mm-hmm. does not exist. Uh, and affordability is... Yeah, affordability is kind of low now. Yeah, but who wants to live in Cheyenne? Of course there's houses available. (laughs) Uh, Cowboys. Boise, Idaho is number two. Cowboys. Yeah, who wants to see there's houses there too because nobody wants to live there. They're all moving to Salt Lake where the jobs are. (laughs) No, I'm sure there's jobs there too. Otherwise, they wouldn't rank so high. But uh, it's expensive to live in Salt Lake. There are no houses and the ones that there are are really expensive. In fact, did you guys see this morning? I don't think this was in the the news that we printed out for today. uh, The apartment building in Salt Lake. that uh, got condemned over the weekend, uh, basically putting 43 people out. Oh, last week. Yeah, we yeah, talked about it. Last, yeah. Did we, did we yeah. talk about it last week? Yeah, it wasn't week? over this weekend. Yeah, it was over but last he week. has been charged. Good. He should be fucking yeah. charged. Uh, but 43 people are, are out on their ass, probably going to be homeless because this was essentially rent controlled. Uh, $700 a month for rent, which is unheard of in yeah. downtown Salt Lake. So these people are all looking for places to live right now. Uh, and... I know that we have to build, but they need to stop building in the places that are my views on the way to work. I'm really getting annoyed about it. Jesus Christ, you sound like fucking residents of Harriman now. <laughs> no, no, fucking put that development. I want to be able to see. We want housing, but don't put it in my backyard. Yeah, don't put it here. We want. We need homeless shelters, although, but don't fucking put them in my neighborhood. Although they are finally developing that area by the police station across from the library where they took down um, Salt Lake Roasting Company. Um, at our last staff meeting. Yeah, that's meeting, the mixed-use housing environment. Right. Yeah. At our last staff meeting, um, they actually put up the plans that they had to run by all of the business owners over there for approval. Are they adding hamster wheels to the apartments? No. 
But it's going to be very tall, and they've already built the construction shed, and it's taller than our parking garage, so you can see the top of it. Well, your parking garage is like two stories? No, it's like a story and a half. It's not even a story and a half. Yeah, it is. It's less than 10 feet up from the ground level from the street view, right? No, it's it's farther than that. Because the the underground is sunken in. No, it's farther than that. Because our parking garage is the same level as the second story of our building. Yeah, but the first story is a basement. It's a half basement. No, it's not. It's just cement. <laughs> it's not underground. Oh, I think it is. It feels underground because I always have to come in through no, the underground garage. You can you ha- you only have to go down a slight <laughs> decline to get into it. If you look out the little area, you can see out back to it's the police station. Shelter for the bums. Not any. No, it's closed. Now. Anyway, it's going to be huge. It's freaking ginormous. I can't believe that they're even getting as close as they are to all of the buildings that are around there. I'm like, they are pushing every fire code possible. That's all right. Whatever. That's what happens. I, that's what happens when cities grow no, up. They it's go just going to be interesting because right now, um, How behind many us, we are see they the planning. Five? Oh, that's not bad. It won't be as tall. It'll be just as tall Five as the library. Five or six. I can't and as tall remember. as the buildings across fourth. Oh, I know. It, it's so. just like the police station behind us. There's like a big lot, and then the building, the other buildings around us are all small. So this is going to be the first like really tall building that's right next to us. Yeah. Well, that's right. just what's happening. But that's how close it is. Is that like there's actual plans now? There's mm-hmm. actual approval from the surrounding businesses. All of that stuff's done. To be clear, it's not necessarily approval that they're seeking. Because they're going to do yeah. it regardless. It's like when they, they decided to redo 6200 for the third time. Uh, finally, the right way, which they should have done fucking fit 10 years ago when they planned it. Um, they they let public talk about it, but they don't fucking care. They're going to do what they're going to do. Like there's, there's no way there's a compelling reason for them to not do that, right? Yeah. So. What, what's going on over there? You guys are like mouthing. I had my no, foot on I, the chair and yeah. you're, you're mouthing back sorry. and forth. I'm sorry, I said sorry. Uh, so <laughs> I think now we're going to get into, this is going to get kind of heady. We're going to talk um, some lightning round about uh, legislation uh, in the state of Utah. There is a lot of shit. The, the session has, has uh, started really heating up. So there's a lot of stuff to talk we're about. Of, we're we're at, at or just past the halfway mark, aren't we? Uh, we're right, right around at, there. Right at the halfway mark, I think. Um, so things are now going through committees and getting passed by bodies and going to Herbert um, for, for signings. And like we're, we're right in the heat of the craziness that goes on up at the Capitol. Um, so I wanted to talk about some stuff that has been going on. We'll try and give you the bill numbers. Again, you can you can go to what site is it, Jess? I don't fucking remember. Like Utah.utah.gov. And you can see all the bills and you can look at them. But we're going to try and highlight a few that you maybe want to reach out to folks on. So HB 166 is the abortion banning solely for Down syndrome diagnosis. It has passed. Uh, I don't know how they passed it, but they have passed it. Uh, Did it go out of committee or go all the way out? I can't remember. Uh, Yeah, passed the House, going to the Senate for consideration now. 54 to 15. Uh, completely along party lines. So basically the Republicans all voted for it. The Democrats did not. Uh, and let me be clear. Even the author of this bill, that dumb bitch, um, whatever her Liz- name is. Carrie Ann Lizenby. Yeah, stupid Lizenby, uh, out of Clearfield, has said, we really can't do anything with this bill because there is a similar one that's about to be heard by the Supreme Court. And if they say, fuck you, this is a waste of time. Why the fuck are we dealing with it right now? 
Why do we continue allowing our legislate uh, legislators legislatures? The people up on the fucking hill. Our lawmakers. The, the, the dipshits that you guys continue to fucking vote in. Over and over and over. They continue to pass shit that even, even the committee they created to tell them if something was going to be challenged for constitutionality and legality. They continue to fucking still pass legislation. That's, that's, it's just like the contractors. They're going to do it anyway, but at least they'll throw it out there. Uh, she said, we must send a message to the world that Utah values everyone. Unless you're gay or not Mormon or poor or not white. Can I talk about prop homeless? Three? Can we talk about prop three? Can we talk about what you're going to do to fucking poor people and, and health care? How about prop four that they're like, oh, we won't touch it this time. But when it comes we'll get, about ready, we'll do that, too. Yeah. So, well, prop three, um, basically, they make the bill. So it's going to fucking die. Right. Like it's going to fail. The program's going to fail. Uh, so. Have the baby, and then we're going to go ahead and just fucking piss on the baby when it comes out because we don't give a shit after that. Yeah, because we're going to force you to have the baby, but then we're going to be the lowest for education, the lowest for person funding. Um, we're not going to help you out in any way, shape, or form unless you're Mormon and the church helps you out. Uh, once you have the baby, it's your responsibility, but you must have the baby. All right, prop four. Um so, uh, the news on Prop 4 is because the legislature... Okay, here's my thing. They're probably not going to take it up this, this session. They have actually a couple years before it's really going to be a big deal. So, the census will pass will happen in 2020. Um, basically, in 2021, the lines have to be redrawn. So, they have a couple of sessions before they can do it up to the 2021 session, essentially. Um, and here's my thought on why they've come out and said, we're not going to mess with this one. Because they already fucked the voters over on two other propositions completely and wholly. I think if they fucked them over on all three, there would probably be some outcry and some, and some change. They're already being challenged in court on both the changes to Prop 2 and the changes to Prop 3. And I, I think I think if they made changes to Prop 4, um, I, I think a lot of these guys are scared that they would just lose their, their, their spots outright. Something we didn't include was that uh, doctors have now been given permission to uh, recommend IM, IMC doctors, just specifically not IMC in our mountain healthcare and yeah. and University of Utah. Like the the yeah. U's done that as uh -huh. well. Yep. So um, the two biggest health organizations in the in Utah the, the yep. state can give recommendations for right, but it depends on which police pull you over. If the Salt Lake City police pull you over and you have a recommendation. And They're you're under the you, and you're under the allowable limit. You're good. If the highway patrol pulls you over, they don't give a fuck. You're going to jail. It doesn't matter. It doesn't really matter. It's still a problem. It's not even across the state. It's not going to be able to be uniformly governed. Um, and if you don't have the U or Intermountain Healthcare, you're still fucked. Well, and and they've changed the law to make it basically unconstitutional unless the federal government changes their stance. Well, because even... The state of Utah will be in violation of the U.S. Constitution by forcing our public employees to run to, dispensaries. Well, the other problem is they were saying that the... The doctors can't just give a recommendation like, hey, Jessica, we know you have an au this autoimmune disorder. Have this. We think that you need marijuana. Yeah. It's we think you need this specific dose. And as soon as it gives a dose, it's a prescription and it's illegal and they can't do it. So you're running into a problem because the state can't administer Plus, it without a dosage. And the, the 
doctors can't give a dosage without it being a prescription. Oh. So it doesn't really matter the Intermountain Healthcare that, that you said it was A doctor okay. can't fucking tell you how much weed that you need because a doctor doesn't know. Because at the end of the day, it's not fucking regulated. It's not legal. There's no fucking studies out uh, regarding it because it's been so difficult to do any of that for so long. So to ask a doctor to say, yes, this is the proper dosage for you, like they can for something like OxyContin, although they fuck that up, or, uh, you know, Prilosec or any other fucking over-the-counter medication that they tell you, go oh, take a thousand milligrams of this. They can't say, I need you to take this much THC. That's, that's where you want to be. Because they don't even fucking know. All they know is this should help alleviate your symptoms. Well, I've they seen can't. They can't do it. Like, there's so many reasons that they can't put a dosage on it. One, it would be a prescription and not a recommendation. Two, they don't know. Three, the, the state can't distribute it without a dosage recommendation, and the, the doctors can't give you a dosage recommendation. So it's they a de- useless bill. It doesn't de- matter. They design a lot of fail. Um, and honestly, I, I think until it becomes legally legal federally uh it's going to be a challenge however uh they have the state is being sued um rocky anderson's leading that charge uh rightfully so uh and so it's it's going to be in courts for a while and i really hope that we find a way to make the uh the state legislature held accountable for um basically fucking over the will of the people in this case the other thing is that they should uh take away the church's um tax exempt thing because on all of these propositions there's a comment in almost all of them that say Whether the, the LDS church opposes or opposes this the LDS church da, da, da. if you are going to have a stance and you are going to say something and basically well, lobby also keep in mind a lot of these came from KSL who the LDS no, church no but finds. it's it's on th- it's throughout all of them um so yeah we'll see where that goes it's um it's interesting. Uh, in the line of marijuana usage, <laughs> um, the there has been a bill, uh, HB 16, which has passed the House, um, to criminalize fake urine used to cheat drug tests. I thought it's always been against the law. Um, it's always been an infraction, um, but uh, never actually illegal necessarily. So, like, you could get um, in trouble and fired or whatever. For it is, it, but I don't it think is now a class yeah. C misdemeanor, I think, I uh, think to do it. Um, I don't know if this article got into the depth of it, but I was reading, I think it's a class, yeah, class C misdemeanor, not an infraction. Um, so they did lower the penalty. Um, they thought it was too harsh. Uh, it's going to the Senate now for consideration. I'm kind of surprised this wasn't a thing before. I mean, you can buy, <laughs> I was reading one of the, one of the representatives when they were talking about the bill were like threw down a box on the table and they were like, I bought this on eBay. This yeah. is fake urine. <laughs> like, Creepy. I don't know. I don't know. Um, so it's illegal to to uh, use fake urine to cheat drug tests. Uh, to what be, about if you use real urine? It's just not yours. Also illegal. Actually, it's specific in the bill. You can't use someone else's urine either. Um, so whatever. I just just something to be aware of. I, I'm sure we have uh, drug addicts in our audience that are going to want to pay attention to that. So uh, SB 54. Also, by the way, people that do that, that use fake urine and, and synthetic urine and other people's urine to pass drug tests, 
They don't fucking announce it when they're taking the drug test. You still have to find out that they were doing it. We had somebody um, at my work do it. Yeah. I mean, you still have to figure out that they're doing it. And usually like random drug tests at schools and random drug tests at workplaces, they're not random, by the way. They're singling you out because you're exhibiting signs of someone that's fucking high at work. So don't be high at work, dipshit. That's why I always get picked. Yeah. I mean, you look high like 24-7, Jess. So, um, Are you the yeah, placebo? Is that and, and, why? Well, and also keep in mind, like when they do a random drug screening, a lot of times they'll choose people um, at random in addition to the one they're trying to bust. So just a little behind the curtain there on some of that. There are companies that do truly random drug screenings. I will never work for one because I think that's total bullshit. What people want to fucking do on their own time is their own business, in my opinion. Uh, if you do it at work, that's a different story. Don't fucking come to work high. I'll fire your ass if I think you're high. But if you want to go home and get high, I don't give a shit as long as it doesn't affect your job performance. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Um, uh, SB 54, so this is Count My Vote. Um, this is this is a, a piece of legislation that was passed last year, which is why I don't know why they're still using SB 54, because it was last year's bill. Uh, but basically it was... Um, it was passed. Uh, Dan McKay uh, out of Riverton is the one that... Uh, He's uh, my neighbor. He lives he, right around the, the corner from me. The he, he was going to, uh, going to try and repeal it. He's kind of dropped that now. So essentially what this piece of legislation did, this was the compromise to stop the county vote petition, and it worked. Um, the, the signatures were not able to, to, to happen as a result. But basically, it, in the state of Utah right now... Um, up until this point, the only way to get on the ballot in the, the, the primary ballot and onto the actual general ballot was to get through the caucus system, which basically meant, um, for instance, Mike Lee. The reason Mike Lee is a senator in the state of Utah is the Republican Party was pretty pissed off. It was it was a bishop before him. No, it was the guy's name. What the fuck was his name? Um, it's been a while. I can't remember. Was anyway. The, Matheson wasn't. No, no, no. no, no that, that was Leah. That uh, was love. So, so the, the guy that was a senator in, in Lee's spot before Lee pissed off a lot of Republicans in the state of Utah. And so basically what happened was during the caucus time, uh, they fucked him over. They didn't allow him to run. He was an incumbent and they went, nah, you're, you're losing the primary to this other dipshit. Mike Lee. Uh, we like him better because he's more of a puppet. Turns out he's not a puppet. He's just fucking totally insane on the Tea Party bandwagon. Um, regardless, now there's another path, which is getting signatures uh, to get on a ballot in a primary uh, so you can actually create a real primary. Um, Count My Vote was going to try and do away with caucus system altogether. Um, we'll see if that ever happens, but uh, he doesn't. he doesn't want to repeal it anymore, so at least there's another path to getting on the Republican ballot, ballot and Democratic ballot, to be fair. Uh, oh, my God. Thank God this bill finally got fucking dropped. I think given some of the stuff that's gone on uh, in the last couple of days. So I don't know if you live in a, a cave, but if you're in the state of Utah and you have not seen the story about what happened this weekend with what was the what's the guy's name? Um, Sal. Sal something or other. Sal Trejo. Uh, yeah, Sal Trejo. So anyway, he's out at, out at a club with, with uh, some friends. Uh, he is a, a homosexual individual. and They were walking down Main they Street. They were walking down Main Street to get an Uber, right? They're waiting on their, they're waiting on their car ride, being responsible fucking adults. Uh, and some dude approaches them yelling homophobic slurs, uh, misogynistic bullshit, uh, and 
you know, Sal decides I need to record this guy because he's being, something's going to happen. He's being aggressive. He's he's being uh, completely hateful. So he turns on his phone, and you get enough to capture the guy asking if he's gay. Sal says yes. He says, "Oh, well, then you're gay," and he punches him. Like just hauls off and punches him in the face. Out of fucking nowhere, just punches him right in the, or tries to punch him in the face. He just hit him in the arm, apparently. Uh, And and Sal's fine, um, but it's a hate crime. It's fucking assault, and it should be charged as. And it's because uh, of a specific reason. That's why it's a hate crime. But in the state of Utah, it is not a hate crime. So, so I bring this up because first off, HB one fifty three by another um, shitty fucking Republican, uh, Merrill Nelson, was the bill that was going to block Utahns from being able to change the sex on their birth certificate. So, our transgender friends who want to make sure that when they go to the fucking DMV or they go to get their passport, that the sex is representative of who they are. We're going to be able to do this. Well, that has been dropped. Finally, the dumbass dropped the bill. Completely, um, because I had heard at one point he had uh, made it so that you couldn't do it on your birth certificate, but you could do it on your driver's he license. He has now completely pulled the bill. He he wants to give the issue more time and study. Basically, okay, I need to not be as much on the wrong side of history as I already am, because clearly uh, this is going to cause problems. The other thing um, that I bring that up for is um, hate crimes legislation. So it is... Is it even in here? I don't even know if we put it. I don't it. think so. Oh, yeah. Here yeah, it it's in there. So it's a little bit further back. Um, so I just want to get the bill. Is it on here? They just reintroduced it, and I don't know if this has the actual bill. But essentially, um, it's it's been batted around. So Daniel Senator Daniel Thatcher, who's Republican of West Valley City, has been trying to put his hate crime bill through and it keeps getting denied so today he was in a closed door senate majority caucus and he arrived out with thumbs up in the air oh, SB they, 103 they are going to uh to uh take a look at it he added a bunch more terms um it's going today. In, it's going into committee uh should go out to the floor i would assume it'll pass committee um but i think this this is a this is a part of it so you have a whole bunch of, of big name people, Jackie Biskupski, uh, you the have church, both churches, Derek Kitchen, the churches uh, in the state of Utah have all come out and said, we need to do something about this because here's the problem. Well, what well this- there was the attack last year on that Latino man at that tire shop, too, that is really yeah helping push this along, too, because that was a really, really brutal attack. And the gentleman and, and- that did made the attack made it very much a point that it was about race. Well, and the attack uh, after the Pride Festival this summer. Yes. Where you had the convenience store clerk that like basically gave those shop. guys the yeah. ice cream shop, gave those guys shelter. Um, and, and so, but the problem is all of those crimes under Utah law currently are not hate crimes. Mm-hmm. So they get prosecuted for simple assault, which... You know what? That's that still sucks. Simple assault is still no thing to be to be laughed at. The difference is when it, it has that hate crime tag tagged on top of it, the the fine, the penalty, the the jail time, all of that stuff goes up. And then the way the legal system works is this: if you're guilty of something, uh, typically you plead down to a lesser charge. That keeps it out of the court, um, out of trial. Um, Basically, the prosecution has the ability. They say, we've got you on this. There's, there's no way out of it. So they plead down. So 
if you have a simple assault charge, which is what this would be in the case of what happened this weekend, you plead down to something else that's that's relatively similar. Disorderly uh, conduct. That, that ends up being a step down. So let's say this is a felony. It then is a class like A misdemeanor or it's a class B misdemeanor if it was class A and so on and so forth. Well, so uh, being a hate crime now makes it so you can't really plead down below that 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 base penalty um, and it increases the penalties on top of that that's needed for this kind of stuff to stop so the hearing is on thursday and he said that this is that getting through that caucus was the biggest hurdle and so now they just have to go go I, forward it sucks he's that- tried to do this bill over and over and over again. So good on him for it keeping sucks it going. that Sal had to go through that, but that kind of media attention on the level that it got almost instantaneously. I mean, this stuff went viral because it was just it was just the most blatant, hateful act caught on camera. It's just insane. Like short of him shooting the guy. I just want to throw that. a punch everyone. That's like I just need the other side of the story because unfortunately, there's no other side of the story. There was, but. The big story with the actor from Empire that basically faked his attack. You know, I understand where people are coming from, but this is very, like, clear. It's on camera. (laughs) So you're gay then? Yeah. Punch. Right. That's how much more clear do you get than that? Right. All right. um, So this is interesting legislation uh, that would require public disclosure of animal shelter information, basically number of uh, animals accepted, euthanized, all that stuff. I didn't realize that wasn't publicly disclosed. So SB 155 sponsored by my Senator Karen Maine um, would mandate that the public get uh, reports detailing all that stuff. So how the uh, shelter gets the animals, what happens with the animals, if they died, if they were euthanized in the shelter. So, a lot of this comes from um, concerns that the term no-kill, so Utah has a lot of no-kill shelters, that doesn't mean animals don't get euthanized, it doesn't mean animals don't die. Specifically, it means, and I, I heard something about a news story this week. That I think was it's like, tonight that they're airing it. That was this like, oh, what does that really mean? Here's what it means. It's real simple. I don't know why they need to fucking blow this out of proportion. It means that there's a certain percentage of animals uh, that, that are allowed to be euthanized. They still euthanize animals for aggression. Um, they, they do their best to home animals that are not aggressive, that are able to be adopted, but there are still animals that are tagged as non-adoptable and and those animals are then euthanized or they try to get them to to like recovery centers and stuff like that it doesn't always work out so no kill just means that every effort is made to prevent that Um, but it doesn't mean that that there are 100% kitties and puppies don't die at these places this bill just makes that a lot more transparent I don't know if it's tied to the story I'm sure the story is a result of the bill which goes back to something we've talked about many times on the show don't go buy an animal at the pet store. Oh my god, the fucking puppy barn and draper. Are you fucking kidding me that that is allowed? Sandy City outlawed it a while ago. Especially now that they had that outbreak of parvo. I thought that was what the meeting over last weekend was, was about not allowing it in draper. A second one. There, so there's, there's another, yeah. there's one that exists and they're trying to open another one and they're okay. trying to stop the other one from coming in because the owners are, the, they're like, well, you can always bring the animals back. But a lot of dogs that came out of there were testing positive for Parvo. My dog had Parvo. He came out of a puppy mill. He almost died when he was a baby. He was in ICU for four days. 
There's so many. There's mm-hmm. so many wonderful pets out there that need a home. J- just, yeah, yeah. It's there's no reason. <laughs> all no of the pets to to we've this. ever had, and I know I've talked about this before. All of the pets we've ever had are rescue pets. Most of the time, you can get them for free or next to nothing. And not that it's about the money, but the point. No, is... No, but that's how Jeremy operates again. Savers. <laughs> Basically, Jeremy goes Saver, to puppy puppies. Savers. Puppy savers. Puppy Puppy savers. savers. Puppy savers. But they're out there. That's a note on puppy savers. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to be a little better with my notes. I think. But like, if you if you um go to a shelter, it's usually like thirty bucks, and those fees are usually used to cover like any medical. It's closer to a hundred now because they because they spend. Our kitties were. They were a hundred bucks each. But it covers because they cover the spay and the neuter and the chipping and the chipping. Yeah. So, so it's not like they're making making money off of it. No, they actually have like a little, like they have medical days where they come in, they get all of the animals into a little cart, they put them all in the back of a truck, they take them over to a vet that's willing to like do it at this. Or they do, and it, they in, just, or they do it in the truck, the mobile truck. A lot of times they take them to a place though. Anyway, they and then they just, like the doctor's just there in scrubs all day, just doing nothing but... Neuter- spaying and neutering animals. Just saying, there are so many. There's so many wonderful animals out there, needy animals out there. There's no need to ever go to a puppy mill, pay two thousand dollars or whatever crazy amount they want. You can even rescue. You can find rescues for pure breed animals too that that have lost their home for various reasons. So even if you're looking for a specific breed, you can go online and you can find rescues for those breeds. All right, so here's a here's a bill HB two two zero. You need to fucking call your representative and tell them. Call them and tell them not to allow no. this to happen. Just say no. Take that no. So, Energy Solutions is trying to get depleted uranium uh, again into the state of Utah. Um, HB two twenty. So basically, the the way it works now is in. Uranium depleted nuclear material, essentially, whether it's uranium or plutonium or whatever, um, is classified in a, in a few different ways. Um, basically, there's a, a mild classification, and then there's two above that. has to do with how much heat it gives off and how dangerous it is the longer it ages. So you have Class A waste, um, which is... is um, uh, it's it's the worst. It's the absolute worst. Uh, or no, it's the, the lightest. And then Class B gets hotter and Class C gets the hottest. Um, now, right now in the state of Utah, you can only get Class A waste brought in. Because we don't want to fucking be everyone's nuclear waste dumping ground. The problem with depleted uranium is over time it gets incredibly hot. So what is Class A today in 20 years will be considered Class B or Class C. HB220. That we have ginormous sinkholes in our desert. Yeah. HB220 suggests. It's almost depleted uranium. Well, what HB220 says is let's classify the waste as it is today. So right now, you can only bring Class A into the state. And they're saying, okay, all this stuff that Energy Solutions wants is Class A right now. Fuck all what's going to happen in five or ten years. Right now it's Class A, so we should allow that in. Instead of what it will long-term be classified Are they destroying it or are they just storing Storing. it? You can't destroy it. That's the problem with nuclear waste is you can only store it. And you store it long-term in a place that no one's ever going to go because if you fucking walk in there and there's a leak, you're just going to die. You're going to have cancer within a week. Like, it's no joke. This this stuff is, is nasty, dangerous stuff. Because I know they have uh, the incinerator out there for... That's chemical weapons. Okay. 
Depleted uranium is a whole different ball game. It is a piece of metal that looks like nothing. You touch it, it'll fucking burn you. But the amount of radiation that comes off of it will give your ass cancer in no time. But just ask it. Like back to the future stuff. Yeah, prostate cancer probably, <laughs> to be specific. Uh, or colon cancer. So definitely ask cancer. I'm going to write that down. Ask cancer. <laughs> It's another good note. The notes for this <laughs> The bodily uh, episode, functions of this episode are... The notes for this episode are going to have nothing to do with a legislative so session, even though that's most of the episode. When I went to physical therapy last um, Thursday, I was talking to the people that do my physical therapy, and there was a whole bunch of cancellations, so it was just my physical therapist, the receptionist guy, and the student, and they told me that I didn't need to go two times a week anymore, which day did I not want to go? And I said, well, Tuesday, because... I record my podcast and I have to stay later at work when I go to physical therapy in the morning. So we got talking about the podcast. And so he looked it up and he was like, what was the snotty folds? Yeah, <laughs> snotty folds. Like, he's like, what is that? I'm like, oh, my husband was sick. And so then he starts reading. He's like, the names of your episodes are the best. That's what I shoot for. That's what I shoot for. I've got some. I've got some good opportunities here. I've got so when I see him on Thursday, I'm kind of. I'm. I'm kind of worried. Did he? Did he? So I have earthquake. Listen and hate it or what? I have uh, tattoos are trashy. I don't think that'll be the title because I, no. yeah, I may have used that already. I've got spit cup. You definitely haven't used no. it. No. I have every flask Thursday cult whore night. I like that one. I like that one too. I have. That's really long is the problem for a title. I have ass cancer. No. I have shove it up there and squirt. <laughs> I have sexy CPAP. And I have sexy puppy savers. CPAP. I have puppy savers. I also have oleo because I just wrote them in to make sure I mentioned them. But um, I think sexy CPAP's good. Um, ass cancer's good. Maybe we should make it shove it up there and squirt. I like that one. So I don't far. know. We'll see. We still got uh, we still got some time here. Still have a half hour. Um, Magic could happen. Last last bit of legislative news: uh, House Resolution Five HCR Five um, passed the House floor. Um, I want to talk a little bit about this. So there's a bunch of legislation on the Hill right now, and a bunch of talk in committees about fire prevention. We had a $150 million fire season this last year in the we state of Utah. We broke records last we year. We broke every record multiple times. We had the biggest fire, and then we had another but the biggest fire that was bigger than the first fire, which was two fires combined to make the biggest fire. Uh, we had people evacuated from their homes. We had structures destroyed. And we had people um, die. We had, we had people die in these fires. And none of these were started by some dipshit burning fucking weeds after he was told not to. That However, was the year before. Yeah, that was the year before. <laughs> fucking dumbass. I hope he goes to jail for a long time. Uh, anyway, um, as a result, y Utah is trying to figure out ways to fix this. Uh, so HCR 5, which passed out of committee uh, this week, um, basically it says, hey, this costs the state a lot of money. Federal government, what are you going to do about this? Because uh, this, some of this is your land. You need to help. Because the state ends up paying for most of that. Um, it also is looking for funding. So we're trying to find $20 million in extra money to cover uh, last season, <laughs> still, uh, the cost of, of fighting last season's fires. What about the $40 million that the DABC accidentally misplaced last year? <laughs> Maybe they could use a little of that. <laughs> <laughs> they're not using it for education. That's for damn sure. Um, but so the, they're looking for money. Uh, they have some allocated for this year. They have a lot of emergency money 
allocated for fire prevention, and they're looking for ways to effectively prevent fires, saying the federal government has failed. There's also some national legislation. I don't remember if we talked about this last week or not, but there's some national legislation uh, in regards to that stuff going on as well. So have they come up with any solutions to prevent fires? I mean... Smokey the Bear can only do so much. Uh, Smokey the Bear was uh, a big problem. Smokey the Bear is actually a big part of the, the Why issue we that have we have such now. a problem? Because we didn't allow any kind of forest Yeah, fires. we didn't allow forest fires for years. And so then we had forest fires like Yellowstone that burned everything, that nothing survived. Like you st- in the wild, forest fire happens. It burns shit. The trees live. The undergrowth gets burned away. New stuff grows. The animals are happy. They're displaced for a year, but everything grows back. When you have a fire that's in, that's super intense because none of the undergrowth has been allowed to burn for years and years and years, the trees don't survive. So if you've been up to Yellowstone since the fire in 89, there are chunks of Yellowstone that has no life, has no trees, just barely got some little flowers, and it's got dead tree stags just straight up in the air. It looks like uh, in Hawaii when the, when the volcanoes. Lava, when the volcano mm-hmm. comes out and the, the lava. Because it's so hot singes everything off the tree and you just have a dead tree stem in the middle of a lava field. Uh, They're not stems. Well, it's a trunk, whatever. (laughs) But anyway, so we're looking at ways. I think we're going to see some more legislation regarding that uh, this session. Now, that's what your boss said. No. Okay. So um, that's it for, I don't know. Do you guys have other legislative stuff that you want to talk about that you know about? Uh, The DABC has a new president. Another Mormon guy that doesn't drink. I don't know his name. That is the best person to put in charge of liquor is a dude that's never had a fucking drink in his life. His name's not relevant. I just wanted to bring it up. No, his name's not relevant at all. It's just another Mormon that's never touched a drop of alcohol and is in charge of alcohol. Has no idea. Has his own fucking belief system. Taking his directive from the church. Yeah, pretty much. God should not be the prophet. He's probably a fucking bishop, too, honestly, in his ward. He's probably the bishop. Maybe he's the stake president. I don't know. Um, All right. So this I'm going to preface this conversation with Brie asked me about to, to look at her notes about socialism and steward. And I'm like, what in the fuck are you talking about? And I go look at the show notes, and I'm like, a typo. all this socialist stuff. And I'm like, what? And I click on the article, and then I realize, good old Representative Chris Stewart, a Utah congressman. Good old. Uh, is good it old. District 3? Is that his district? I don't fucking know. Two? District yeah. 2. Uh, that's who Shereen. Shireen lost to. That's right. right. Uh, so yeah, Chris so Stewart, this shit wouldn't be happening if Shireen had won. Dipshit motherfucker uh, up on the up on the hill. Now this is this is what's crazy to me. He's introduced legislation uh, to uh, no no no. He started a caucus, an anti-socialism caucus, to inform is lawmakers. Socialism a threat to the U.S. To inform lawmakers and public on the dangers of socialism and to stop the advancement of socialist policies and legislation. Is he living in the fifties? I was just gonna now, say, is this now, the nineteen fifties? Now let's listen. I'm gonna read what he said. Uh, socialism is a false. Not only is it doomed to fell wherever it rears its head, it leaves a wake of destruction in lives and freedoms lost. Uh, so Stewart spent a bunch of time talking about communism. So if we fail to recall those dangerous times, the primitive appeal of socialism will advance and infect our institutions, he said. Uh, so he cited a recent poll that showed 53% of American millennials favor a socialist society over a capitalist one. That tells me he's scared, by the way. I feel like he's just got to be thinking, like, maybe he's in the bathroom and he's like, what can I research? 
<laughs> Socialism and the Iron Curtain. So, so anyway, uh, our congressman in, in the second district is a total fucking idiot. All right, oh, my, he's not my congressman. But I, but I told Bree uh, when she said this, I'm like, no, I want to talk about this because I have a lot of opinions on socialism, um, and and I'm curious what what you guys think about socialism. It's um, back in fashion, if you didn't know. Well, I mean, Bam. clearly, ha- half of millennials, half of millennials want some form of socialism. Um, so there's a couple of things that I, I want to outline here to to start the conversation. Um, first off. Chris Stewart's a jackass. I think we all know that. Um, Second, we had this thing back in the 50s and the 60s called the Red Scare during the heart of the Cold War, right? Does anyone remember that? Oh, yeah. yeah, None of us were I was not alive then, but... The the McCarthy area, where they used to bring in people from Hollywood, accuse them of being communists. They made communism and socialism the worst fucking thing that you could be associated with, regardless of... Truth. It was all propaganda, uh, and we. Got I learned in. today John Wayne threw his friends under the bus. Yeah, oh, he I, did. I, I, not surprised at all. And 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 let's let's not forget that during this time of the Red Scare, we entered into wars like Vietnam. We entered into the Korean War. We entered into uh, all kinds of contras. It's known as the Forgotten War. Um, we, we, we were in Afghanistan. We were in Pakistan. We were all over fucking South America. We had the, the Bay of Pigs incident and the Cuban Missile Crisis. This was all tied to the fear-mongering that was associated with communism and socialism and us vying for power uh, against Russia. Can you play the, the Billy Joel song behind this conversation? <laughs> what what Billy Joel song? We didn't start the fire. Okay. I mean, he knows. No, nah, I'm not going to look it up. I'm not. <laughs> Let's be honest. I got too much shit to do today to edit that in. Um, we didn't start the fire. It was always burning. That's all you guys get. That's all you guys get. Um, so anyway, that's, that's where I want to start. Basically, what I see Chris Stewart doing here is... Starting the same kind of fear-mongering, fear-mongering sure. and propaganda. Um, but that being said, let's talk about socialism. Um, well, one of the things that I looked up after I saw this was he, he talks about how a socialist society is nothing but a failure. And so I looked up what are the top 10 successful socialist countries. So China pops up. Because, because again, Chris Stewart only knows about what happened with Russia. However, he is right. he is Mormon, I'm assuming. Yes. And Mormonism is a socialist. socialist. Which, when if you tell a Mormon that, they get really, oh, really yeah, pissed. Oh, yeah, they freak out. But it is very much but so they're, a socialist. What's the, the rule the thing? The law of consecration. Yes, where you socialism. give everything to the church, and they will give it back to you as you need it. That is exactly how communism. It's, that's socialism. Com- it's communism. Well, yeah, it's communism. Do we want to define what those are? Yes, because I don't so, think people I, know. Yeah, because I had to kind of look up to to be sure of the differences, and and the way that I understand it, and correct me if I'm wrong, is socialism is everybody kind of uh, giving for that, but there's room for capitalism in in that so, viewpoint. But communism is everybody working for the same goal, and it doesn't matter what you want; somebody dictates it. Basically, communism is an offshoot of socialism and the Marxist theory, and and communism specifically is one tyrannical, essentially dictatorial government that is issuing commands. Everyone's equal. Uh, everyone. Um, basically, you you get what you get. You pay in everything else. Um, there's Whether no, you want it or not. There's no classes, but it's all controlled by one governing body. That's that's typically tyrannical the or church. dictatorial. Okay, 
in a social in a in a, in a socialist uh, purely socialism sort of sense um, socialism is the sharing of, of wealth and resources taking care of basic human needs or taking care of some level of human needs and um, you can still get more by working harder but everyone's basic baseline is taken care of that's kind of the idea of socialism Canada now Right. De- well, that's what I, that's what I so, looked up here. So I wanted to find a few other things because we always talk when we hear about communism and socialism, we hear about democracy is better and capitalism is better. Well, they're all different things. Democracy is a form of governance. Democracy is a form of governance where people all have an equal say in who gets elected to run their government. Which and means to create we don't laws have a democracy. And We're stuff a like republic. That. We are a republic, which is a type of democracy that is a representative democracy, meaning we basically vote on people who decide who gets to govern us. Um, so it's a, it's, a, it's a bit different than a straight democracy. We also hear about capitalism. Capitalism is the idea of a free market society where uh, the people at the top um, basically are better than everyone else because they've worked harder, uh, they've done more, they've been more successful, they've been smarter. Whatever the case, they get to the top uh, and everyone else is, is below them. Typically in a capitalist economy, uh, there's a small percentage that own the vast majority of things and resources within that society. Um, capitalism is an economic principle. Socialism and communism can be both economic and social or governance principles. Democracy is a government principle or a governance principle. So a lot of times people confuse them and they're like, well, capitalism's better. Just because you have socialist ideals and socialist things does not mean you have a socialist economy. So that's, well, that's it's, stuff that's important to keep in mind. It's, it's like what I found out here. Here's good examples of it. So China. So they lean toward capitalism, but they also say that they have a less stressful and more relaxed life than Americans. Now, that's because they have that government so let's oversight that you talked about, right? China is a communist right. country. Because it is, it's communist it socialism, is, not... It is, a, it is run by a, a dictatorial or totalitarian right. leadership. Uh, people are... are 100% this is the job you have this is what you get paid uh, free thinking is not as readily encouraged now when when you read that China is geared towards capitalism certain parts of China right so when you're in the rural areas of China there is no capitalism where you see capitalism in China is in areas like Shanghai basically your big port cities uh, and your big cities because it's hard to keep capitalism out of really large metropolitan areas because Introducing commerce with other nations basically means capitalist principles start to come in and take over. However, China is still communist. I said Chinese Chinese companies like Huawei, who's facing a lot of pressure internationally and getting shut out of shit. The reason that happens is because they are run by the Chinese government. And that is the fear that the Chinese government has control of these entities and can do things. Well, even Facebook... Being al- not being allowed, I should say. So, so I don't want to get like super like judgy about all of these different things. What I want to do is give a really broad overview of all of these kinds of societies so that it's, you don't just take this socialism is all bad. So China is definitely it's an example of a bad way to do. I, China socialism. is not socialist. They are communist. OK. I'm, I'm just trying to be extremely Whatever. clear. Anyway. OK. 
So Denmark, they have tons of welfare benefits, but they have the highest taxes in the world. But they also view equality as very important. So 70% of their businesses are small businesses and have less than 50 employees. And so let's be clear about how Denmark is set up. It is a socialist system in terms of culture, in terms of what they provide people, asking for a lot of taxes, giving them social welfare, meaning free health care, higher education for free, that sort of thing. But they are a capitalist economy, meaning you can still work harder and make more money. They don't say this is the job you have. They still have classes. But what they say is, if you're the owner of a company, you have the same rights to health care as the, the dude the that mops your you. floors. Yep. They have the exact same rights to health care that you do. Now, if you are the owner of the company and you make a lot of money, that's fine. You can you can pay extra because you found some better health care option than you want, but everyone gets this level of baseline health care. So Finland, in relation to Denmark, has the, the best education systems. There's no tuition, and students even get free meals. They have a 100% literacy rate and one of the highest standards of living in the world. Again, capitalist economy with socialist undertones in the government. Also, democratic government. Yep. They elect their leaders just like we do. Denmark does as well. They're not, they're not ran by a monarchy. They're not ran by a dictator. A socialist economy or a capitalist economy with socialist undertones in the government. I did Denmark twice, sorry. Okay, so Canada, which Jeremy mentioned, it's a mostly free market economy with an extensive welfare system, free health and medical care, and it's listed as one of the five t- countries to live in in the UN. And would anyone say Canada is communist? Or Canada is socialist. Or Canada is anything less than a democracy because they have a prime minister and a parliament. Yep. So then Sweden, they have a large welfare system, but they have a high national debt that requires a lot of government involvement. So So one of the... It it can... There's flaws. One of the problems you run into with socialism uh, in, in terms of social welfare programs is the cost. So there's a reason Denmark has really high taxes. France is in that same boat. France has really high tax rates. But they have high tax rates because the government pays for a lot of stuff. But what that means is this. And when more countries get into trouble is they have tax laws similar to the U.S. where that top 1%, they don't fucking pay taxes. They don't pay any taxes. They, they, they get away with paying, like Amazon, the whole deal with what happened in New York with Amazon this last two weeks. It's because Amazon has gone through loopholes and they get huge tax breaks from, from local municipalities and from the federal government and they don't end up paying any kind of taxes. So the tax burden is un, unfairly shared with the lower percentage of, of workers and whatnot. So in a, in a country where it doesn't work very well, that top 1% that again has... 90% or so of the resources of, of the, the economy, because it's a capitalist economy, if they're not being required to pay their fair share of taxes, there's no money to help everyone else below them. So another uh, country, Norway, has one of the best welfare systems in the world and one of the highest standards of living. So it's similar to Sweden and Finland and Denmark and all hey, of can that. I, can I move to the Nordic areas? That's where <laughs> no a lot shit, of Utahs right? are from is the Nordic areas. Um, so New Zealand... Um, They are not really socialist, but their welfare system is wide-ranging. They offer housing, unemployment, 
healthcare, childcare, and education support. So it's not just about, so we've mentioned a lot about, um, healthcare and education, but these guys are, yeah, but these guys also deal with unemployment and, um, housing and childcare. Childcare here in the States is a huge issue for a lot of people and why a lot of people run into problems because, okay, great. I've found this job that might pay for everything, but now I have to figure out what to do with my kids. And it's expensive. So, um, so Belgian is similar to New Zealand. They also add into that, um, invalid and old age pensions. So, but they have run into a budget deficit. So again, same thing that Chris has mentioned. So, and then last Ireland, um, they, it's because we couldn't talk about any country and not include Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> so arguably they have one of the best, um, welfare systems in the world. About 25% of their GDP goes toward welfare as opposed to 15% in America. So, and when we say welfare people, we're not talking, welfare has like been coined as this nasty term in the U.S. as like a handout. It's not a handout. Welfare means taking care of people. So if you're downtrodden and you don't have a home, offering a homeless shelter so you don't have to sleep in below freezing temperatures with six inches of snow on the ground. That's a form of welfare. Uh, offering food to children whose parents can't afford it during school. That's a form no matter of welfare. If their their parent is a, a criminal or a drug addict or whatever, that is not a kid's fault. Let me give you a couple other examples of social welfare. Medicare. Paying for the elderly to get medical care when they don't have a job, they don't have insurance otherwise. Medicare is a social welfare program that has been in the United States for a long time. Social Security. I don't give a fuck what you think. You paid into the system, but Social Security was designed as a social welfare program because the first people that Social Security supported didn't pay dick into the system. It's always been a negative gain system because of that reason. But those are social welfare programs that exist in the U.S. today. They can work. They do work in, in countries when they're set up well and they're allowed to work well. My whole point is socialism isn't bad just because someone in the 50s thought it was bad and we had a lot of wars over it because there was a lot of propaganda and a lot of fear-mongering. That's not necessarily what socialism is. And I don't think the millennials are so stupid that they think that, oh, we just want to be a completely socialist society. That's not what most of them think. I, from, from my experience talking to my kids and people my kids' age, their friends, they like the idea of some sort of blended social welfare, capitalist, and democratic society. Because I feel like as bad a rap as millennials get they're a very caring generation. We've, we've moved so far away from that. Um, we've moved away from people who, who want to take care of their elders, who want to take care of the downtrodden, who want to take care of people who can't take care of themselves. And that's not necessarily because they've done anything wrong. There are people who fall on, on hard times they lose a high paying job suddenly and one minute they have enough money to take care of everything and the next minute they have no income. They still have the same bills, but now they don't have any way to pay them. That's that's not because they didn't go to work and chose not to have a job. 
it, it may not be their fault. And I think that millennials, and I, I view this with my kids and Jeremy, you know, chime in with your kids, they're millennials. Um, I just see that they, they just are far less judgmental of, of a person's status in, in society, whether they're poor, young, old, fat, skinny, you know, diseased, not diseased, Jess smart, hangs out with whatever. millennials. Huh? Jess hangs out with a lot of millennials. Well, I know. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm just saying with kids, like <laughs> that we have kids in our house. Anyway, my point is, I feel like they just are less judgmental of everything. And because they are less judgmental, they are more open to that socialism that says, let's just make sure that everybody has a place to live and has health care if they need it. And if if everybody's basic needs are met and they want to go beyond that, great. If they don't, you know, then they sit around and at least they're not dying because we just refuse to take care of them. I'm looking at Jeremy and Jess to see if they have anything that they want to add. I don't count because I don't have kids at my house, so. Well, it doesn't matter about kids. I mean, what are your thoughts on It was on mostly socialism? the millennial thing that I wanted to mention. Bree had a, a huge list of stuff because she did a bunch of research today. What are your thoughts on socialism, Jess? I don't have any. Really? Nope. So do you it's not think something we, I think about. <laughs> should we be socialist in this country? Should we go to a I dictatorial regime? I think we should take care of our people. What about you, Jeremy? I think a certain amount of socialism is important. I think it's healthy. Good. Well, I, I don't know if I've said this on the show before, but, you know, so the, the Republican policy in general, so there, there's a big divide between Republicans and Democrats in terms of what social welfare programs should exist. Democrats believe that the government should have programs that take care of people. Generally speaking, social Democrats believe that. Um, uh, Republicans believe that if uh, if a society is functioning properly, those at the top will take care of those below them. And the reason that they have to do that is so those below them don't revolt and overthrow the ones at the top. Basically, is that tyranny. It's a, well, not really. It's not the same thing as tyranny because tyranny is a is an authoritative, dictatorial rule, and that's not what they're suggesting. Um, but they suggest the government should not be involved, that we should allow social welfare to be something that the community does on its own. Now, in the state of Utah, that works extremely well. The reason the state of Utah has a budget surplus right now and is talking about tax reform in the legislature uh, and is, is trying to figure out what to do with all this money. Do we, do we sock it away? Do we cut taxes? Like, how do, what do we do with, with the budget that we've got? Uh, part of the reason for that is we don't have to spend a lot on social welfare because there's this organization here, the LDS Church, the Church, the Mormons, whatever you want to call them, they do most of our social welfare in the state. So we, we talk about things like the DI. Uh, that's one form. So they provide jobs to people through, the, through Deseret Industries, but they do their own food work outside of the food bank. Mm -hmm. They have their own big, gigantic fucking food warehouse where they help families. Welfare Square. Yeah, but it goes, and it goes beyond that. Right? Trump even visited that. So they, they offer counseling, uh, but here, here's, the, here's some of the really big stuff they do that a lot of people either don't know about or don't think about. If you are a, uh, a, a member of the church, and you don't even really have to be in great standing, but if you're a member of the church and you fall on hard times, they'll pay for your house. Mm -hmm. They'll pay your mortgage. They'll pay your rent. 
to help you get through. Uh, and sometimes it's for a couple of months and sometimes it's for a year and a half. And in, in some instances it's longer because to the church, it's better for you to be living there than out on the streets. Um, you're, you're a better contributing member of society and they have the capability to do that. So as a result, the state of Utah doesn't have to spend that money because the church is spending that money. That is not the case in most places. There is not an organization that has as much power and is as big and has as much presence as the, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints does in the state of Utah. And so because of that, we as a state are able to really kind of follow that GOP model, that Republican ideal, because we do have a community organization that does a lot of its own self-socialism. That's just not something that happens on a broader scale, I think, in this country. No, it's not. You can see it in the fact that we have a lot of the richest people in the world that live here in the States, and some of them give back to the community, and some of them don't. Well, I think that's going to do it for tonight. So uh, if you liked what you heard, if you stuck around, um, thanks. Please share uh, our episodes. That's really what helps us the most. Who knows if you'll be sharing uh, ass cancer or if you'll be sharing uh, shove it up there and squirt. Um, I'm sure you'll know by the time that you listen to this because you'll have seen the title of this show. Uh, I don't know what it's going to be yet. Maybe it'll be uh, socialism for dummies. I don't know. We'll, uh, we'll figure it out. Um, Chris Stewart definitely needs to read that fucking book, though. Uh, but yeah, share our episode. That's what helps us more than anything. Uh, if you want to reach out Wouldn't to us. Would it be cool if everybody mailed him a copy? Of <laughs> Socialism for Dummies? Yeah. Or like the Marxist contract so I could actually fucking read it instead of just making Like one day statements. he just had all this mail. <laughs> it's just crazy to me. Like all of his examples were like the Cold War era propaganda it bullshit. It was all the iron. It was like, oh, people forget after the Berlin Wall fell. Like, motherfucker, there were socialist countries doing stuff in the 80s, and we're allies with them, right? Like, they, they're fine, right? They're not bad countries. Um, they're just, you know, whatever. doesn't matter. So anyway, if you liked it, please share it. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter or Instagram at TNU Podcast. Um, we post pictures of things and, and tweets, and we retweet a lot of stuff. So if you want to know what's going on, uh, that's a, probably the best way to do it. Just follow us on Twitter. Uh, you can reach out to us on Facebook if you like, the New Utah Podcast. And our website is is fantastic. There's a lot of really good resources there, especially if you want to find something to do. It's thenewutah.com. It's really not that hard to find. Um, lots of lots of stuff there. Um, and, and that's going to do it. So, uh, yeah, just uh, shove it up there and squirt it, I guess. I don't, I, don't, I don't know. That's why you're ending. 